just became a raven. Your art matters. That's what got me here. Hello and welcome to The Ravens, a One Tree Hill podcast. I'm Simon and I love One Tree Hill. And I'm Dom and I've seen 59 episodes of One Tree Hill. And tonight's episode for debate is season 3, episode 14, All Tomorrow's Parties. Error. Reconfiguring. Perspective, nephew. I'm here to adjust yours. It's going to have problems with her hands. Someone yeah. she can pick up plates and not feel that they're boiling. You uh-huh. know, she's got asbestos fingers. They're going to be rough. What is that? Is that like, a crow's foot? What the fuck? At the cafe, like, can I can I see something Italian? Can I see that it had an impact on you? Can I see that what Keith and Lucas went through for them six weeks that you were away were worth it, Karen? Karen! You want the person you've become? Then do something about it, because no one's going to do it for you. Karen! Wild dreams are born. Wait, why are you making this shit up? What you, what's wrong with you? Be, no, not Philip. Felix. <laughs> Felix not working. Felix, it's over. <laughs> the Asthma's doing you wonders. I watched him have a shit in an alley and I watched him kiss his first girlfriend. Must have been a big dog. <laughs> <laughs> when do you plan to start living? Hello, mate. Hello, guys. How you doing, Boozy? That's a one dunk and you're done kind of biscuit. I'm not fucking about me. He's like, don't be mean, no, Simon. Listen, keep being mean. I'm gonna make you call me Colonel, okay? ATM over here. You just become a raven. Love that. Love that. Love that. Don't in the snow. Keith, what is slab and beef? Absolutely. A los cuevos, a One Tree Hill podcast. Soy Simon, why me encanta One Tree Hill. Holiday. I was not expecting that. <laughs> So hello and welcome to the Ravens of One Tree Hill podcast, where it is always 10.30 at night, so it's time to grab the snacks from the sweet cupboard, move on upstairs and settle in as tonight's episode for debate is season three, episode 14, all tomorrow's parties. Dom, we are here, we are not alone, my friend, because... Sarah from New York is here. Sarah, welcome back to the podcast. How you doing? Hi guys, good. How are you? We're Excellent. great. It's lovely yeah. to see you. Lovely to talk to you. Lovely to one tree hill with you. <laughs> All of the above. All of it. <laughs> Dommy, how are you, my man? Oh god, uh, I wasn't expecting that so early. Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. I've had. Uh, a good week since we last podcasted. I had forgotten about the watch along video and I did that quite late last night and sent it to you to put out because I'd convinced myself that I'd already done it. It's because we did two podcasts in the same week, which we don't normally do. So I confused yes. myself. But I'm all good. But 
but you did it. It went out on time. It went out earlier today. So there we are. And um, Sarah, we have a double watch along tonight because these two episodes, you know this Dom already, I've told you. The episodes <laughs> that we're going to watch after this episode aired on the same night. So that's kind of our rule here that if, you know, we watch them how they aired. Um, you sticking with us, Sarah, the whole way through? We're going to... I'll yeah. be here all night long. I missed the watch along last week because I was working. So I actually watched your uh, your recap of this before because I wanted to see how you reacted to certain things in this episode, in the one we're talking about. I, I'm in this world of being obligated to stay. You don't have to stay. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I enjoy the next two episodes. So oh, okay. Right. That's the only <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> Well, um, yeah, it's it's all exciting. It's all happening. I mean, I I have news on the next cast member that's going to come on. Uh, it was scheduled, and Dom, again, doesn't know this. Um, Sarah doesn't know this. Nobody knows this. But they were scheduled to come on next week. Um, oh. And it was going to be a big one, I think exciting you, one. I thought you told us, like, years ago, who or a year ago, who was going to be on this episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, I did. That's true. Yeah. But I mean, pe- you know, people might have thought I remember I was just... who. Okay, good. <laughs> well, people might have thought I was just I lying <laughs> or whatever. But I've been communicating with this person for about a year. Um, and they're super lovely. And they they were coming on. Uh, and then there's been some really sad personal things that have happened. Uh, that's not my business to share. But uh so they've asked me specifically to apologize and to say that they will be coming on, uh, but probably after Christmas now. Uh, so it will happen. Uh, it's just not possible at the moment. So who is it? Dom, Dom's face constantly <laughs> confused. <laughs> not for it? you to worry about. Is it Paul again? Maybe. You said another cast member though. It's, it's none it's... of your business. <laughs> you sit and you do what you're told. You are polite. Fair enough. <laughs> well, Sarah, has your uh, has your top five TV shows changed since you've been on last? Has anything crept in? I don't think so. I don't even remember what I said. Well, what have back. you been watching recently? Has there been? Oh, well, I started watching Made because you guys were talking about it. Great, right? Yeah, I'm like four episodes in. Uh, Don would have it finished by now. Well, he did. <laughs> well, I'll finish it before the end of the week. Um, not nothing really. I mean, I still watch Grey's Anatomy just because I watch it, and I feel like I can't give it up now. Eighteen years in. Wow. <laughs> I don't rewatch it. I just watch it every week. <laughs> still being made. Um, That's unbelievable. Um. I, yeah. Nothing else new. What? How do you think? Do you agree with us that Nick Robinson, the guy, the like boyfriend in Made, do you think he's going to be big? He's like next wave. Yeah, I think she is too. I haven't. Mm. I've literally done zero research on it. I just turned it on because you guys talked about it. I was like, oh, here's something to watch. It's really good. She's really good in it. I don't mm. even know who she is. She's Andy McDowell's daughter in real life. Oh, in real life. Mm-hmm. Oh, I didn't know that. 
she was also um she was like the hippie that hitchhikes with brad pitt in once upon a time in hollywood the tarantino movie that if you've seen that she like gets him out to the ranch it's sitting on my dvr oh that's good well it was was luke perry's last movie so i'm sort of you know i'm like i have to watch it i've just been putting it off (laughs) right 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 have you seen once upon a time dom no not yet Uh, i heard some not so great things about it so i I just again it's kind of skipped off my agenda but i can add it back on did you hear these not so good things from me uh possibly you didn't so no you didn't so disregard (laughs) disregard i say it's good you must watch okay i'll watch it easy yeah done (laughs) and sarah i told dom this earlier uh off microphone so uh but in case you're not watching either have you watched you y-o-u i watched it uh the beginning of it when it wasn't on netflix when it was on like lifetime i i didn't really get into it so i think i saw the first two or three episodes of season one okay 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 that's fair that's fair i i i suggest revisiting giving it another go (laughs) dom you will disregard Sarah's comments, as I just said, and you will just listen to me and watch it. Well, I do that with everyone in all walks of life. I disregard what they say and listen to Simon. That's it. Basically, yeah. That's what this podcast is. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what about, have you seen any any good, bad movies that you love or any other ones? Every movie on the Hallmark Channel. And a lot with Chad. I've Michael been watching, Mario. yeah. I've been and Bethany Joy Lens too. They're in their Christmas mode now, so that's what you know. It's a staple in my house. It's on. Fair, yeah, that's fair. Uh, have you seen the? Oh, go on, Dom. No, uh, we need to come back to Christmas in a minute. Okay, you say whatever you were saying, but we need to we need to discuss Christmas amongst ourselves and everyone because I, I think there's something important that needs to be said. Oh gosh. Okay, I was just gonna say, um, Sarah, have you seen Dom and Sarah? Have you seen this? I'll be home for Christmas with Jonathan Taylor Thomas. Is he, he like? Gets... Does he go like cross country or something? Yeah, he yeah. gets um, he gets trapped in a Santa suit and has to get back home, road tripping or whatever. But this is a classic straight to TV like movie that I recommend. Um, but yeah, sorry, go ahead, Dom. Christmas. So Simon uh, came to pick me up earlier because he needed a hand doing something, you know, a bit of, bit of manual labor. So who does he phone? <laughs> me. Um, <laughs> he doesn't want to dirty his own hands. And I, I get in the car and he starts the car and immediately Christmas music, Christmas song starts playing. And there's a radio channel that he's selected that is just pure Christmas music. And it's, mm-hmm. we're not even in November yet. We haven't even had Halloween. So, like, I, I will outright refuse to listen to Christmas music until December the 1st, because that's, like, the unofficial law. Um, what are your thoughts on this? So, Simon, we know that you're just listening to Christmas songs throughout the year. Sarah, mm-hmm. what are you thinking? And I'd also like Pigeons and Ravens to let me know what they think, because I think Christmas songs at this time is, is ridiculous. It's just too early. It's. I think it's too early for the music, but I'm so into watching the movies on Hallmark. Because oh. <laughs> they're a good time. Christmas is like good Like a little time. closer to Thanksgiving. I don't, I don't want to say December 1st. I want to say like closer to Thanksgiving. I'm okay with the Christmas music. 
See, I get that in America because Thanksgiving is uh, like near the end of November, right? So that's the, yeah. you're, you're kind of there anyway. You're kind of there or thereabouts. But having worked in a shop for 17 years, Christmas music has ruined my life. It's just, it's just <laughs> ridiculous. And you just hear the same songs over and over again. And even the same songs sung by different people, it doesn't make it any better. But it just, it does get a bit dull. And I can't, Simon, I can't imagine you ever changing your radio station until we get to January. So mm-hmm. isn't that just going to annoy you every time you get in the car? I don't drive that much. Okay, <laughs> The most annoying part is when when my wife and I share a car because neither of us drive that much and uh, and every time she's been in it, she changes it because, you know, she's not ready for Christmas music. So she thinks the same as normal people and you're the Christmas crazy. I guess guess so. I just like joy and spirit. I'm sorry, Dom. Sorry that you don't. Sorry, what do you want to listen to? Silence and the sound of the road. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Sirens driving past. <laughs> I actually generally like being. I actually usually don't have any music on in the car because I do like silence because there's not that many opportunities where you're actually on your own with some just uh, quiet. So I actually, as much as I was making jokes, I I was being. Do you still hungry. find time to get yourself in traffic jams to avoid being at home with your wife and child? <laughs> that's never happened don't say that i don't drive anywhere if anybody knows the m25 simon just does loops on this motorway just to hope for a traffic jam the m25 is like i forget what that road is it's the equivalent of like that highway in la where it's just standstill traffic like all the time I something or other. I know you're not in LA, Sarah, but I just assume you must know all of the highways of America because you're American. Is that not how that works? No, I don't know. Like the 405? Yes. And also about, what about the 412 in Kentucky and the 392 in Maine? We got the 495 here. It's like they call it the Long Island parking lot. There we go. Yeah. There you are. I like that. I like that. Dom, have you got any bad movies that you love that you've seen recently? Or what? You just finished Made, didn't you? I did. Yeah, I just finished Made. Made was really good. Um, it's it's not an easy watch, but it is it is really really good. Like performances are fantastic. It's really really well done and well put together. Bad films that I like. Um, I don't know if it counts as a bad film, but I I watched Old School um, for the first time Will in Ferrell. ages the other day. Yeah, and one of the Wilson Classic. brothers. Um, is it Luke? Luke. Yeah. And yeah. Um, I think that film is just ridiculous and hilarious at the same time. So uh, I'm gonna, I'll say old school. <laughs> that, that's the that's uh, Ellen Pompeo from Grey's Anatomy. That was her first film. Yes, she is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. I can't remember the name of her character in it, but yeah, she's in that. Yeah. Good is she shout. the love interest? Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's Luke's well girlfriend by the end of it. Spoiler alert. <laughs> That that movie, I love it so much. I have it on a shelf up here somewhere. But the um, that was an important one in my like teenage years because I had been like dating my like high school, if we're gonna say, sort of girlfriend. But she wasn't my girlfriend yet. With like, and she was more popular than me because I was not popular. <laughs> We've been over this, you know. <laughs> and she was like semi popular, um, which I later, when I think back on. 
and I tell tell Ebony this, she used to want us to meet to for our dates and to go to the cinema and Pizza Hut and whatever, very far away from where we lived. Like we'd always be ended up going into like North London or something. And I always just think, oh, she just likes these areas. And it's only now that I look back, with, no, she just didn't want to be seen with me. <laughs> I was her guilty secret. You know how people like their guilty music is like Backstreet Boys or whatever, whatever. I was her guilty secret. So, anyway, let's, let's play a game when we're at school. So when we're not at school, we'll be like lovely and happy and wonderful. If we leave our house, don't touch me, don't talk to me, don't look at me. And then when we're at school, let's just pretend we don't exist. <laughs> yeah, one of, one of those. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she called it a relationship. I don't. But we've, we've all been there, my friend. <laughs> Anyway, I wasn't thinking that deep at this point. And I remember uh, officially like asking her to be my girlfriend in Pizza Hut before going to see this film. And she said yes. And I was so ecstatic, you know, like so happy, but trying to like hold be cool with it. And then we went and watched this film and then I loved it. I was just like, this film's hilarious. Just I'm living my best life. You're my I'm boy, only 30 man. miles. You're I'm my only boy. 30 miles away from home. It's fine. <laughs> getting a bus but yeah that is a great film i've seen it so many times when will ferrell gets shot with the dart in particular (laughs) you got a fucking dart in your neck you gotta take that out (laughs) sorry oh sean william scott what happened to him sarah i need an answer Mm. was that after or before american pie because I feel like he's been in like five American Pie movies after that. Yeah, true. And he was in a movie called Goon, where he's like a ice hockey player, and uh, he, but he just gets in fights. I think it, it was. I saw it at the cinema. I thought it was really bad, but the reviews give it like it gets like an eight on IMDb. <laughs> Who knows? No idea. <laughs> well, Sarah, let's talk about One Tree Hill. That's, okay, that's what, that's what we're here for. Um, before we talk about this episode specifically, I asked Dom this on the last episode, just like a more general perspective question. At this point in this in the show, not thinking about what's ahead, who are like some of your top draw characters that you really, really love or identify with and enjoy? And then who are some of your you could do without characters? Mm. Well, being a Naley fan, this is like a really good time for them. But, mm-hmm. you know, I've been a fan of them since season one. Um, I don't know if I could see this show without certain people. Like, I feel like you need the parents. It's good that Keith's back. You need the Dan villain. You need, you, you like kind of need Bevan to laugh at. You know, like they're incorporating all that stuff. Um, I don't know. I I mean, I don't know. I feel like it's a whole, you know. uh... Ensemble. That's the word. The ensemble. You need the whole ensemble. I don't know. I don't know who you can get rid of and not miss at this point. Yeah, I agree. I mean, like, the obvious answers would be things like, well, we don't want to have Rachel, but we have to have Rachel because it stirs up the drama to yeah. allow things to happen, right? Um, I mean, I mean I'm, got... I'm glad Felix is gone, so <laughs> I can do without him. We're, 
we're all glad about that. I mean, Dom, has your has your perspective changed since last episode on any of this, or you still feel much the same? You were very uh, negative towards our boy Lucas in the last episode, if I remember correctly. It, it didn't get any better in this episode, to be honest. <laughs> My thoughts towards Lucas, so that is pretty much exactly the same. <laughs> well, uh, one thing I will say is Whitey reminded me how great he is in this episode. Like, just just doing other things other than when he's coaching and the funny things he says in coaching is just he was yeah just quality but we'll get to that well this is one of the first times that we've got we've done a full uh revolution in terms of we've gone this is the cheer competition that we were at in season one right so we've like done a whole year and we're back round doing it again so we get some things that are like repetition but different like when previously Karen was there with Larry version one right Mm -hmm. and now she's there with Keith and we had the whole hot tub thing and uh them going to the strip club and whatever in season one and this time we've got you know them going for a family dinner at is it Tony Battle or Junior Battle it's Tony Battle I think the dad calls him Junior because his name is is Tony that's right. why he calls him junior but it, yeah it's, i think it's Tony. got it okay yeah I mean, this time we get you know that uh perspective on it so yeah it's great well sarah who would you like us to start with this episode is quite nicely separated out for our format okay <laughs> totally rogue i'm going no main characters i think we need to start with bevan <laughs> <laughs> hell yeah i mean it's for the way that she coughs into her hand always does put me off though yeah. <laughs> it's like we're taught not to do that you know meant to be in fabric right is that <laughs> it's pre-covid yeah. my friend pre-covid <laughs> it's a different time yeah you look at everything differently now yeah <laughs> well dom tell us about bevan in this one what a great episode from bevan she came alive didn't she she's just all over it um basically for her own gain <laughs> but yeah she um pretends to be a bit a little bit poorly she kicks out the uh the roommate that gets sent away just like no alternative just like here's your bag go find somewhere else to sleep <laughs> that's it just go away um and just her i, I don't i can't remember the name of the actress unfortunately because it's it's not one that comes up regularly enough for me to remember who bet Bevin's name, yeah, it's, it's Bevin. I know it's Bevin, but like surname. Oh, Prince. Prince. Oh, okay, because yeah. she she did like she has this like amazing ability to to play thick really well and just sort of turn around and like when Skill says, "Damn girl, you, you know you look hot," and she's like, "Oh no, I haven't really got a fever." You know, just moments yeah. like that are, are just brilliant and they seem so genuine. Um, and I thought, yeah, I just thought she had a cracking episode, just quite scheming and thinking she's being clever. And actually, you know, you can see right through her and Rachel knows what's going on because Rachel's probably done it a thousand times herself. And it's, yeah, I, I just thought she had a great episode. I thought she was hilarious. I and, mean, and she it, figured out who to switch rooms with. So everyone ended up with who they wanted to end up with. Yeah. I mean, yeah, she worked that out, I suppose. She, um, I mean, I guess she's quite good at basketball tactics. So maybe that's something that's like in her <laughs> head and she can just figure these things out where people need to be. Um, but uh, her and skills in like, if you'd have asked me in like season one or two, or whenever they first, whenever both of them first appear, 
if that would ever be a, a pairing, I'd have just been like, absolutely not. But what a great pairing. It just seems to work. It's, it's hilarious. Well, Sarah, you know she's near you. Like, I think in real life she does. She's a soul cycle teacher. <laughs> she's, she's behind she's you. Behind you yeah. that no, I, I think she moved. She's not in New York anymore. I think she moved. Oh, I see. She was, but then I think she might have moved back south. Ah, because you could have just popped in, but no. I would have just if I was in New York, just pop in for a soul cycle class. class. No, no. Just, yeah, just, just to avoid your family. <laughs> what is your problem, Dom? Wait, don't put this stuff out into the ether. It's not true. I live my life here. He does. Supporting he, them. He's always at home, yeah. I do. Oh, I mean, how dare you? Just kidding. I'm just kidding. He's always at home, locked in his office where his family can't get to it. <laughs> Why do you think all of my toys and things yeah. are here? My, it, this is where my inner child lives in this room. But Sarah, what, what are your thoughts on uh, Bevan and Skills in this? That You know, the fact that he he's acting like he can't swim and we actually find out it's been a ruse. He's you know notebooking her his what did he call it swim lessoning her or whatever i thought they were i thought for them i thought this was a great episode it was like the uh the humor you needed on the side because you're like "Mm, not a fan of this episode so i feel like i feel like you needed them in there i'm so interested are you i mean just to skip ahead a little bit are you not a fan of this episode because of the brooks stuff no, I actually think Sophia Bush did a really good job, um, you know, having to choose between being a high school student or being an adult. Um, I I don't know. It was just for me, like the last episode I did, it was kind of like a filler episode. Like, let's mm. do something and involve everyone. But nothing really happened. Right, right, right. Okay, and Dom, is that your same sentiments? Because you've already implied that this wasn't your favourite. Well, Sarah beat me to my favourite phrase of this is filler. <laughs> uh, and she, Sarah, you're absolutely right. This this episode was was marking time for something better to happen. So, yeah. On I mean, you know, Peyton's, Peyton's mom just, you know, passed away and it was like barely acknowledged. <laughs> yeah. Basically, I, I was thinking that the entire way through. Like, where's there's one mention of Haley going? If you're, you know, are you okay? If you need anything, you know, whatever, and that's about it. But when, when we get, yeah, to like Rachel, that, yeah, like Rachel said something to her too. But it was like kind of just like brushed over. Yeah, and it's just like, oh, I'm gonna get over this by moving on very quickly, you know. And it's just, yeah, it feels a bit strange. Feels a bit strange. This episode It's like they had to throw one in just to get to whatever the next one is. Everybody seems quite excited about this next episode, so hopefully it's a good one. Or terrible. It's an all-time low. It's the worst. (laughs) But everyone wants to see you react because they want to see your anger, maybe. (laughs) A rage. Can can you show, if if his to hand, can you show Sarah um, what I gave you today? Yeah, it's here. Literally in arm's reach. This is... uh... Coach. Oh, YG, nice. YG Did you have Durham. to pay him for that? <laughs> <laughs> it's, 
It took a, a little bit of bribery. He's got a little whistle. No, it didn't. It, it was a gift. That's nice. It was a gift. He delivered oh, it so that... to get away from his family. Um, oh my God. I'm only kidding. I'm only kidding. I'll stop saying that now. It's just a joke. It's just that Simon loves his family very much. Sorry, he tries my to wife spend... doesn't listen. She doesn't listen. It's fine. <laughs> he tries to spend Imagine... as much time as he can with them. Which isn't If much. she does listen, oh my God. If she did listen, it'd be hilarious if this was the episode she'd pick. But... Um, <laughs> So for people that can't see, because this is a podcast, uh, Dom just showed the Y.E. Pop Funko. Now, there's a funny story around this because I'd put out yesterday at some point saying, oh, I'm just, uh, I think I'm ready to sell these, like to sell them on, like to to give them to another home. And, And Dom frantically was messaging me at like one in the morning trying to do an intervention, just being like, what is going on? What's happened? It's okay. Tell me the root of the problem. Do not sell these. This is your collection. You I'm can't. like, you just got the girls. You just got them. Yeah, exactly. That's why, Sarah, I, they're, they're too much. Okay, they're too much. If Mouth can't have them, I can't have them. <laughs> That's actually why the Mouth figure is just getting all crazy and keeps trying to smash up windshields around here. I've got a DeLorean, a Back to the Future DeLorean in here. He keeps trying to smash the windshield on it. Just become friends with the Felix figure that you've got. <laughs> I do not have a Felix figure. What is wrong with you? You this you're taking the stance that I normally take. I'm here to roast you. You're not here to do this. Who 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 told you to be a brave boy today? I'll tell you what, if only I could remember the name of the kid that tried to, to drug uh, was it Peyton <laughs> in one of the earlier in season Gabe. one? Gabe. Gabe, yeah. I would have mentioned him because you've definitely got a Gabe figure as well. What? <laughs> they like sit higher than anyone else on your shelf. I, I gave you <sighs> a Pop Funko. Do you know who you are? You're the guy that's, uh, oh, I didn't know you were so old, sweetie. That's you. <laughs> you know who's. Oh, yeah, that guy from today's giving... episode. Dirty guy from the bar. Yeah. She snorted too much hate. <laughs> That's you, Dom. With your <laughs> precarious little hands. <laughs> I'm sorry, Sarah, about him. He is really... Will you apologise to Sarah, please, Dom? Sarah, I'm so sorry. I'll behave myself now. Oh, God. Anyway, continue with the story about why I now have YT. Uh, right. So, I said... Uh, yeah, I can't really remember how this worked out, but I said I'll give you Y.E. and then I'll keep the rest. That was kind of I, I, I was how this I was worried off the ledge by taking Y.E. I was worried yes. that maybe Simon was having a bad day and thought, you know, he walked into his office and thought the first thing I see I'm going to get rid of. Right, I'm going to get rid of that, and just decided that all of these, you know collectibles that he's he's gathered over quite a long amount of you know period of time you know the women just came in recently the lady figures but um the rest you know he's had for quite a long time because he didn't care about female protagonists in those days um last last in first out absolutely (laughs) and then all of a sudden just went yeah i'm gonna get rid of this now and i was like no no there must be something wrong there must be something going on uh and simon had just decided that was it but i think i i managed to successfully convince you not to disband the collection that you have because it's a really really good collection you've only just kind of got to a point where it's like really full and quite complete and the the caveat was i had to take ownership of whitey for simon to keep the rest and i was like mm-hmm. 
I tried to. I think that was a good deal. Well, yeah, I, I do as well. I think it's a great deal. I, I love the, the, the little guy. And it was a constant reminder of how I'm going to be in the future. Um, and I just think, you know, I said I'd buy another one. Why don't I just buy one? I'll get one. And he was like, no, no, no. I want you to take take my one and then I'll keep the rest. So sorry to anyone who messaged Simon saying, yeah, I'll take it all off your hands or like desperate for certain figures. They were. My, my in- yes, it blew up. <laughs> I did think about it, but my husband would have been like, no. <laughs> But I, I said I, I would have I just think... sold them for what I paid for them. I wouldn't have like it wasn't about it's not about money or anything. Um, but yeah, that people were going nuts over the Peyton one. I had at least five separate people asking if they could buy that one in particular. Um, but then I just had to delete. I had to just had to say no and delete the posts. But it was whitey. And when I look at them now, it's like oh yeah, they look good. He there's something wrong with that whitey dom. I think there's like he's cursed or something. Oh, that's so. why I've got it. Is it <laughs> brilliant? Oh, my ceiling's about to fall on my head. Brilliant. <laughs> no, seriously, there's something not right about him. So I just he looks okay. I I don't want a replacement. I don't want a whitey ever again. I just he he needs to be there away from my family that I care so much about. <laughs> okay. <laughs> No, I, in all seriousness, I want you to have him because you're it's like a memento for the podcast and it's nice to have him on your desk. Um, Sarah, if you want one, I'll send you one too. Who you want? I'm good. <laughs> I, have, I have so much stuff here. It's insane. I owe you stuff, Sarah. So if you ever change your mind and you want one. I'm going to be cleaning out and sending you more stuff. Hell yeah. Okay, well, but that's good. That's great news. But I'm also, I can send things your way too. So we can make this work. But okay, so Bevin and... Can we talk about the whole, this whole situation? The loser? Yeah. (laughs) The L loser? That was a funny scene too. Yeah, tell us about it. They're They're practicing and she's putting up her hand so she knows which side is left. And then when Rachel (laughs) walks away, she tries to call her a loser, but doesn't. I they're think it's great. funny that like none of the other cheerleaders have they're all there, but none of them speak at all. Mm. So it's like obviously she's getting paid more than the rest of them. Cause that that's how it works, right? If you get if you have even just one line, it bumps up yeah. to you're not an extra anymore. Yep. And then they get their sad card, right? Well, I think it's more than once you have to, then you get, you can get it. I don't think if you're in like one episode and say one line, you can get it. Oh, okay. Like it's a certain amount of hours you have to put in. Got you, got you. I just, there was this um, Ricky Gervais, you know, Ricky Gervais, he's famous out Mm -hmm. there, isn't he? Yeah. Yeah. Um, he he had a TV show here called Extras, and uh, I don't I don't know if it was ever out there. It's probably on streaming somewhere. But he his whole thing was he was an extra trying to get a line so that he could get notoriety or get uh, like the card or the or the whatever. Um, it was a good show. Did you ever watch it, Dom? Yeah, I've watched them all. Really good show. Very funny. Very funny. I think Samuel Jackson was in an episode, and Ben still like he had. It was always based around real people, but do, they were doing like parodies of themselves. Um, so yeah, I'd recommend that. Um, what else happens with Devin and Skills? Is that is that pretty much it? Apart from 
at the end, obviously, where the cheer dance goes a bit wrong. She must have been involved in that. Yeah, they were, she they was. Were both there. Yeah, she was the one who tri- who screwed up because he skills screamed out to her. So she right, was the right. first one to mess up, and then the chain reaction. There we go. There we go. Love it. But Dom, do you have any predictions for skills and Bevin? Like, do you think they're going to start being used more? Will there be more serious storylines, or do you think they're going to keep it on the lighter side? Uh, well, I, skills are def- I think will definitely be used more. Um, Bevan, I'm not sure, I guess, kind of used as she is, maybe a little bit more here and there, but pretty much just as she is. I think skills will definitely be used more because people talk about him so fondly. So just from that kind of assessment alone, he must be in it for like the long haul. There there must be more to come from him. Bevan, probably not so much. He'll probably just continue to be background or when we get to season five, for example, or like whenever they go to college, let's say season four, season five, she might go somewhere completely different and come back if they have, you know, holiday gatherings and she's there, you know, she'll be more of a bit part perhaps. Bevin's the type to listen to Christmas music all the time, I can tell. <laughs> because she doesn't know it isn't Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> right. right. <laughs> well, Sarah, who do you want to talk about next? There's all different directions. Uh, let's go Whitey. The main man. Slash, slash Karen Keith, because he's involved in that. So good. So good. Do you, do you set it up for us, Sarah? So Whitey's on the bus announcing to everyone what's going on and giving all the rules and he makes it to the back of the bus and Karen and Keith are making out in the back. Which is kind of like season one when he was thinking something was happening between Karen uh, Karen and Larry. It's a callback. And then um, they get to the hotel and then he shows up in their hotel room, starts eating their truffles. (laughs) When he comes out of the bathroom and zips his pants. It's the line that Keith says, and he's just like, you know, this room's got this, and the bathroom's got a crusty old man. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, so good. But Dom, when he comes out of the bathroom, and you can tell he's going to sort of ruin ruin things, uh, were you expecting it to go in this sort of comedy route, or did you think he was going to be like, do you remember in in season one, he was really pulling the hammer down? Yeah, he was he was just livid in the last one, wasn't he? Um, and it was so nice to see Whitey in that jovial kind of mood that he can can be in and get in. And it was quality. As soon as that flush went, I was thinking, yes, <laughs> he's there. And when he lies on the bed, he's like, oh, what have we got here? And he just starts picking through the hamper. He's like, oh, travels. And he's just so happy. And it's brilliant just watching him just ruin Keith and Karen's weekend you weekend know away. yeah just completely and then the, when the bowling ball slams down on oh, the table it's so good and then he makes keith carry it yeah. <laughs> it's like plays the old man card is like oh yeah and then can you carry that please just walks off so yeah, he doesn't even say please it's just like carry that will you and, and the uh when he's yeah. trying to explain the uh the explicit movie at the end yeah. <laughs> as well i didn't order that <laughs> I was waiting for the it's the it's the way he slows down. I did not order any pornography. <laughs> <laughs> so, so funny. 
I love dongs. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> can, uh, can must, we... must love dogs. Yeah. Oh, is it? Is it must, must love, love dongs, dogs then? Dogs. Well, it was the movie with the movie with John Cusack is much much must love dogs. <laughs> it's it's funny on multiple levels now. One. One because God, you've just said what you've said, and that has to go. That has to go in the credits of next season, surely. Okay, <laughs> hey, Sarah. Sarah, I'll add it to my list. Thank you. Right, Sarah. I, Dom, I haven't shared it with you. Yeah, I said I was telling Dom about it earlier in the car, but Sarah's list of uh, things to go into the season. Uh, for intro it's so good we were saying we could maybe make it into like a whole a highlight episode where it's like you know just depending on how long it's going to be but um i love it it's so good well just yes just so you know so where because i work in daytime tv so what happens is when the show starts like when we're launching it's so you're so excited about the open and it's like anywhere from like 40 seconds to like a minute and then when ratings start coming in, they're like, oh, we got to get to the show quicker. We got to get to the show quicker. So then I end up going into an edit room with an editor and I start whittling it down and whittling it down. And then so where I am now, I think we started at 40 and a year in, we are at three seconds. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Oh, we got we were like 40, 25 I think like seventeen, eight, and now we're at three. <laughs> Pretty much, and then Which... sometimes we don't even run the open. <laughs> Just goes, Drew, done. <laughs> yeah. Which is so funny because on our podcast, it goes the longer we've been going, the the, the much, longer the, the open. Long... <laughs> The longer the opening, yeah. I mean, well, my list we have is people. just suggestions. It wasn't like use all of it. No, it was like see what fits. <laughs> I gave like what quotes to use from the show, what quotes to use from the podcast, what songs should be underlaid. I can't wait. I'm doing it all. I'm just I'm just following your direction because then I can (laughs) say I've been directed by a professional director. So it's perfect. (laughs) I love it. Um, But what I was going to say is I love I love the way you say dog in your accent. (laughs) Dog. My it's York. so good it's so good it couldn't be any more different from how we say dog 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 <laughs> yeah it's like d-a-w-g yeah i like that <laughs> but yeah must love dong dongs so good but sorry we're besides the point um that was a good scene. Well, that was a good karen scene so oh an amazing karen scene well uh after the bowling stuff um all oh right yes that does tie in because I, we get karen and Haley. maybe maybe that's saved no let's talk about it now Haley comes into karen's room she thinks and it's karen keith. karen thinks it's keith and is sort of, sort of saying like oh who's been like a bad naughty boy, boy or yeah, yeah. and she and Haley's like oh god gross she thought i was keith and then she's saying, you know, Nathan's not here. Be nice. I thought we could have a girls' night in. Oh, yeah, I'd love the company. She comes in. They sit on the bed. They're going to watch a movie. And then this is, oh, you know, must love dogs. The thing is with this, right? <laughs> and now, look, it's for TV. But they press She got play. there so fast. I know. I was like, and... how did you do that so fast? But also, like, 
even even pornography, Dom. I mean, I have no idea, but from what I've read, textbooks. Yeah, there's some there's credits or something, right? There's some there's some intro. I mean, <laughs> something, <laughs> but it's okay. Hi, I'm here to fix in. the boiler. <laughs> there's at least that. <laughs> Uh, can I check? Do you love dongs? Because you must love dongs to be in this pit. No, but the uh, anyway, it starts and this the reaction is so funny and the fact oh no, I missed an N. You know, it's it's perfect, um, perfect, 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 great comedy. But then as we get towards the end of the episode, Keith, Karen, they're watching the 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 cheerleading, the dancer performance, and Keith saying, you know. I'm so happy, you know, if all of my days are like this, I, you know, I die a happy man and this, that and the other. And then Karen does what, Dom? She proposes. She says, let's, let's get married. She's, she goes super, super keen like Keith did (laughs) the last season and is, but she means it. Just amazing. What an amazing moment. I have something so, that I'm actually really worried about, but nobody seems to be addressing. Okay, is is it about Keith's money? It's about Keith's window. Keith has a smashed window to his house. Why has no one dealt with this? Oh, you mean because Dan broken? smashed it in? Yeah, Dan smashed it in, like, last week or whatever. <laughs> so I'm, I'm actually quite upset about it. So, like, has he dealt with it? Has he discovered that he has a whole... You know, in his house, what, what's going on? He's got mold and mildew everywhere now. <laughs> Damp. Pigeons everywhere. <laughs> a homeless guy living in there. It's a whole thing. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, they got engaged, whatever. <laughs> but Sarah, Keith and Karen as a couple, um, you know, at, to this point anyway, are you a fan? Are you a shipper? Yes, always have been. They're one of my yes. faves. And this is nice that Karen proposed to him. Like, I think that he needed, he needs some of that assurances that it's not a one-way relationship, you know? Yeah. But I think he knows that anyway now, doesn't he? Now he does. Now he knows that, yeah. Yeah. I mean, she was so unsure. Like, if we go back to season one with this episode with Larry, then, even then, she wanted to marry Keith, but she was so unsure. And it was so, like, we've been friends for so long. It will just destroy everything. It will confuse Lucas, you know, his real dad and all that. Um, but now, like, she definitely knows that's what she wants and has come to realise that that's what she's kind of always wanted. So it just makes perfect sense. It's great timing. I think it's great. It, it, will, it just means it will only be ruined somehow. Something will cock it up, but um, at least they're happy for this episode. <laughs> And get this moment of happiness. Who knows? It could. This could be it now. Maybe it's that they've served their time. You know. I mean, like Haley and Nathan have been happy for a while now for a good run of episodes. Like three. But okay. (laughs) (laughs) But normally that would be really quick because we'd be binging it. But doing it at this speed. It feels like a longer time at three episodes, yeah. you know, it's three weeks. I was thinking this earlier that I was thinking, when will I watch One Tree Hill again once we've finished? Like, how quickly will I watch it and how will that change? What is why is that funny? <laughs> no, nothing, carry on. I, why is it? He said something that you didn't hear. <laughs> you, you didn't see me mouth something. <laughs> what did you mouth? I just said, never. <laughs> 
<laughs> when will I watch Andrew Hill again? Never. <laughs> but Sarah saw, so we had a little giggle. I'm so disappointed in you. I always go back to it. I'm so disappointed. Couple years, in always you. go back. I've I've already agreed that once I finished, once we finished the podcast and done Wilmington and so on and so forth, that I will rewatch it all. If you so, don't, our friendship finishes with this podcast. I hope you oh, know that. Excellent. The FaceTimes will stop. <laughs> no, they'll just be abusive now. Damn. <laughs> no, but yes, yes. Um, wait, Sarah, you're coming in 2025, right? That's the plan. Sorry, I didn't quite catch that. Well, <laughs> well, stop listening to my conversations, you nosy prick. <laughs> Damn you, That's Steve Jobs. Nice. Oh. <laughs> God, I'm sorry. What? What the hell is the phone just listening the entire time? Yeah, you're being recorded. Two ways. Soul cycle's gonna pop up in your Facebook someplace. <laughs> yes. You know, we mentioned yeah. it. I guarantee it'll pop up online. The fact that you've been shouting, "You love dong," is probably gonna pop up somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> that too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's got yeah. his head in his hands. He doesn't know what to do. <laughs> uh, do you know, do you know, Ryan, this is off topic because I keep seeing them in, in the back, right? So these, these jerseys, I got these back today, Sarah. I had them reframed so they'd be in matching frames. And this is what Dom helped me get earlier uh, from, from, the, from the shop. They've been gone for five months. Five months months they were why meant did they to be not gone. have the supplies yeah well they didn't tell me they were meant to be gone for about five to six weeks or six to eight weeks like he said because yeah because of brexit and covid and this and the other fine not a problem that's okay just keep me updated with it by the fourth month of me not hearing anything i emailed a few times to say hey what's going on just checking everything's all right blah 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 uh, I get a couple of emails back, and then he just stopped it. It just stopped replying to me. Now, besides the fact that they're uh, like invaluable to me, but they're actually worth they're worth quite a bit of money. Anyway, Are you checking right? eBay to make sure they weren't listed? <laughs> I, I, oh gosh, I no. I mean, I, <laughs> that would have been scary. But... I, I did say when we turned up to the shop that I bet they're on display. I bet they're out. <laughs> with a price tag. well they they have pictures of these on their homepage of their website um as like some of the main things from when they framed them the first time because there's a proper like framing company and blah 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 anyway um so it, i didn't they didn't even tell me that they were in the store because the guy was meant to deliver it to me i just called up randomly and found out that they were there so i asked dom to come with me to help 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 me get them and i got them anyway open them up and they've been done wrong. They're, they're not the right colours. Um, it's not displayed in the right way, this, that, and the other. So I emailed the guy, and I'm, like, furious at this point. And I'd emailed him a few a week ago just to ask him to give them back to me, whether they're framed or not. He ignored it, right? This is the head of the company. So I, I, I emailed a very blunt, to-the-point email, okay? And that's not, very, that's not like me, but I just did. And I just said, look, this is shocking, you just you've had this for five months. You didn't communicate any of this stuff, and then I just went into what I expect, and I said I expect an explanation. I expect the them to be put right. 
I expect an apology and I expect uh and I said and after five months I would actually expect a refund I don't care about the money but I put that in because I knew it would get his attention and that he would respond right what well who would have guessed it 10 minutes later he responds right he didn't respond to any of my other emails responded to this one and me thinking okay he's just gonna say yep apologies sorry this that and the other let me take him back i'll fix him and bring it back that's what i was expecting instead he says i'm very frustrated by this not because of what happened but because of how you're emailing me you're being you're being really rude um and i know and he and he starts talking to me like he knows me and he's like i know you're a nice guy and i know this isn't how you are so but i don't know why you're being so rude and being so this and being so that blah 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 i'll fix it but don't make demands for me and demand money and this that and the other well that just pissed me off even further so now (laughs) so i just emailed back in a different tone just basically saying Firstly, I think it's rude that you had something of mine for five months and didn't want to even tell me where they were, what was happening, this, that, and the other. Secondly, I don't care about the money, but I I just want them sorted. Um, and to make assumptions about my tone and approach and this, that, and the, anyway, it went back and forth for like an hour uh, <laughs> while I was like trying to put my son to bed. Uh, and he was getting more and more angry and I was getting more and more calm and just like realize i'm just dealing with like a a child but this is like a 55 year old guy (laughs) um anyway it got to the end of it of me having to just say okay just you come here you come here we'll talk about it in person and then fix my jerseys please that's basically what i just had to get it to because he was just going nuts like he was just going i'm so pissed off this that and the other well, that's what I said to him. I said, look, I'm a business owner and I understand that there's different, there's tr- troubles with this that, and the other, but you just need to be clear with your communication and manage expectations. Like if there's pr- trouble with supplies and this, just that's fine. Just tell me, don't just have my stuff for five months and then ignore my emails when I'm asking you if they're okay or if, if everything's all right. Ah. <sighs> But yeah, it really dampened my mood. And the point is, is that this really brought my mood up. And then I've just ranted about it and it's brought my mood back down. <laughs> anyway, do you think they look good? <laughs> I don't know what they're supposed to look like. Uh, but do you understand? You understand? You guys side with me. You understand? That's frustrating, right? I'm the customer. I paid for that. It's not like, you know. Yes, I agree. And the communication should have been there. Thank you, Sarah. Dom. Oh, or did yeah. you so, check them so, before you left? They were bub. They were bubble wrapped. Okay. Dom, weren't they? They, they were bubble wrapped, and the 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 lady that served us or like gave us the frames back made a what I would have to describe as an incredibly poor effort to open them to show you what they look like now. And you could see that they weren't right through the packaging. You're like, they're not right. And she was like, ah. There's nothing I can do about it, and that was pretty much the sum of that conversation. Mm-hmm. But it's just it, if he just needed to tell me. But it just it really it's so funny how it threw me like that whole conversation through email. It's just like when I when I get complaints about things that happen at work, my approach is always to calm the person and just be like, "I'm really sorry that happened." 
I can appreciate how you're feeling. Let me help make it right. Let me do what I can to turn this situation around and so that everyone can be happy. That's always my approach. His approach was just like, I'm so angry that you're upset about this. And that's what I said to him in the end. I just said, just to be clear, you're angry that I'm upset that you didn't do what you said you was going to do. <laughs> and I'm I'm upset because you didn't do what you said you was going to do. So if you could fix the frames, then everyone will be happy. <laughs> it's just... Well, and gonna, with social gonna... media now, you can take out stores and companies and like one, you know, review. Destroy his business. I... <laughs> I'm no. I'm just saying. That's why you know you got to watch what you do now. It's... it's true though, and I mean we've got we've got some uh, diehard followers that if we say hey everyone go on to Google and give this place a one star, they'll feel marine in Canada real quick. Yeah. <laughs> it's just sixty straight away. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I ranted, but it felt good to get that off. That's what we're here for. Let it out. Breathe, breathe, breathe easy, my friend. Got your inhaler. Yeah, I'm on the shelf. <laughs> have a puff. Have a puff. <laughs> I might in a minute. It's getting cold outside. It seems to trigger it. Yeah. <sighs> I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry, everyone. Um, <laughs> what are we talking about? <laughs> Karen and Keith One are getting hill? engaged. It's good times. <laughs> it's good times. <laughs> okay. Who do you want to talk about now, Sarah? Um, Brooke. <sighs> and Solaris. <laughs> oh, gosh. She likes to snort heroin. I didn't even know people snorted heroin. Did, did you know that? I know. That? I, I was like, this... wait, where are the track marks? Not sure about the snorting part. 15, and on, 15 and on the big old H right there. <laughs> I think she was 14. Well... Put the it off. <laughs> oh my god i mean when um and by Simon, the way it... they're new york city you i mean i live here but i mean it was not so great <laughs> <laughs> like the, the cab ride the streets i was like uh, okay you know yeah, they have I'm, a budget I'm... they had to not shoot up here but <laughs> so sure. i don't don't know Sorry, go on, Dom. I was just saying, when you were 14 and modelling, how much um, heroin were you doing? <laughs> Weekly, like... just to keep myself skinny. It was, <laughs> you know, I had to do heroin, drink a Diet Coke and have a cigarette. That was my right. diet. Yeah, that's pretty much, that's it. That's mealtime. <laughs> do you want an embarrassing, very quick side story, Simon's side story? My uh, When I was about that age, maybe a bit older, my mum put me in put me forward for modeling for an audition look every mother thinks that their child is you know brad pitt or an up-to-date version of whatever is good looking right look obviously i am i am not that but my mom seemed to think so so she put me into a thing and i had to do go to into an audition wearing like one of my dad's old coats i think and and uh, when I went in, the, the woman or person that was taking pictures for like your headshot, she was like, okay, give me Joey. Give me a how you doing. <laughs> and I was so nervous and so shy. I'm pretty sure I just stared at my shoes. And guess what? I didn't make it into the agency. So 
Not enough Here inks. I am. <laughs> I didn't. Even, I didn't even get to the heroin stage, Dom. <laughs> but um, I was going to say, don't they film in Vancouver a lot to make things look like New York? Not in One Tree Hill, but in general. Yeah, and there's a like a New York street out, you know, like in the lots in L.A. But there's nothing like the real thing. Right. I mean, they shoot a lot cool. here too. You know, like all the Law and Orders are here because it's really New York. Right, but I guess is it just like expensive to get the permits and stuff. Oh yeah. Well, yeah, because they have to close down streets and they have to, you know, depending on where they're shooting and set everything up, and you don't know how the weather's going to be. Mm. So yeah. Super cool though. Um. Well, okay. So Brooke, this whole thing with Brooke um, is is difficult to watch. I think that, I mean, you're in, not in the fashion industry, but in the like high pressure industry of uh, what would, there is like a crossover of like, you know, modeling. Entertainment. TV. Yeah, it's like media. Yeah. It's media because it's, you know, magazines, TV. I mean, do you think there's any truth to stuff like this, like with with regards to like un you know underage talent? I, I think more so back then. I don't know so much. You know, things are changing now. It's it things are really different now than they were when I started twenty three years ago. Right. So I, I so I no, I don't think it was that out of the ordinary what they did in two thousand. What it was a two thousand five. Five, six. Yeah. 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 I didn't question anything that happened. Super deep and depressing. I mean, <laughs> Dom, you did some time as, as an actor. Um, <laughs> we know this. Like um, a sentence. <laughs> I, I, I didn't act professionally at any point. So that doesn't really count. <laughs> but I mean... Did this feel? Did this feel in the realm of reality? Like as a as a viewer, did you feel like this? You know, this is real life to an extent. Um, it it felt a bit far fetched for me, to be honest. Um, I, what was more far fetched was her getting into the rogue vogue, but the whole thing at the bar and the drugs, I I did not question that at all. Because I've been around, so yeah. Because I've been around it, so again for me, it's another world. So I have absolutely no idea. I used to I used to work with someone years ago, whose son was in Billy Elliot the musical with with Tom Holland actually, Um, Mm. and Spider Man. Yeah, Spider Man, um, the current one. (laughs) And uh, this lad couldn't go to any acting gig or job without his mom going who I worked with. Um, she had to be his chaperone or whatever. And she, she had to be there the whole time, every time he was working, um, which is a bit of a nightmare. But, you know, it's, you know, fun for her, I suppose, good for her. And it was only recently, actually, he was, I think, he, I'm pretty sure he's in an advert with for Google with Marcus Rashford. Have you seen this advert? Uh, I think I have, actually, yeah. So there's a white lad that comes up to a group of black lads and says... Wagwan. Oh yes, I have. It's and, about asking questions yeah, around and race, like, and it's not the questions. It's yeah, yeah, yeah. What's what's suitable? What you know? Can, can anyone say this? And it's and it's about it's about reaching out and asking that question, isn't it? It's, it's about you know educating, educating learning. people. Yeah, you don't necessarily have to Google it. You can just go and ask 
ask someone, but you know, it's kind of saying that Google is open to this as well. But he's that kid. He's the white lad in that in that advert. Um, and yeah, he he was just always chaperoned the whole time. So, but we're talking about sort of late. Like this would be like 2015. Do you know what I mean? So there's a good 10 years or so between this One Tree Hill episode and now. So I have absolutely no idea. So, <laughs> but I, I know a lot has changed. <laughs> well, it's it's um I I I always viewed it as oh yeah this this is the sort of thing that could happen and I thought it was more like a cocaine thing that you know everyone was on cocaine in these days. Um, but you know. It felt. I think the thing that was that was, like, go, that was the eighties, my friend. <laughs> right. Okay. But um, but it did feel. I think it just feels like dirty, doesn't it? And I think it's just a horrible setting to be seeing Brooke in. Um. So I was like, we don't don't like it, but I could see it being realistic. Um. Especially like you know, creepy men creeping on like younger women. That feels horribly true, unfortunately. Mm. Um, but before we get there, so they're road tripping. We get nice moments with Brooke, Haley, and Peyton in the car. The slug bug thing, you know, Haley just punches Peyton or in the arm because he sees a, a beetle. I'm guessing. Mm-hmm. Um, that's all. They're they're already the nice moments. The radio game the radio game torn between two lovers uh that's all these these moments of their friendship is really nice to see them like united and they have like a good balance i mean sarah do you you enjoy them as a free when they're in good spirits yeah yeah i like them when they're all together and on the same team Mm. yeah it feels that way and dom they queue up the soundtrack as they go over the bridge over to manhattan i'm guessing is is meant to be um these you're enjoying these moments yeah i mean there's a bit sort of team unity between them isn't there um and they're really kind of looking after each other they know that peyton's you know had a low moment they don't really mention it much but they're kind of kind of sticking up for her and um just trying to stay positive aren't they and brooks being the usual like a mess you know i'm gonna let the radio decide what's gonna happen in my life you know there's sort of weird little games like that and um hayley having to say oh no you can't you can't like go back on the song i wasn't allowed to change it when it was like highway to hell or whatever and um brooke says yeah I'll, okay i'll let someone pour some sugar on me and just things like that there, there's some really really good moments in there and then when they're driving through it's like oh wow but you know hayley spent most of season two in in New York and then in other other areas of the States. So I'm surprised that she sees it as such a amazing thing. And I'm pretty sure Brooke went shopping a few times in New York and stayed a couple of times. Oh, yeah, when they went to go visit Haley, they went to Yeah, New York. so like Peyton is probably the only one <laughs> that would you would expect to go, wow, look at it, it's beautiful. But yeah, they all seemed a bit starstruck. It was a bit weird, a bit unusual. Good memory. Good memory, <laughs> ruining the illusion, bastard. This <laughs> is my job. <laughs> um, and then they get there, and there's you know the classic sort of bitchy McBitch face that's with the clipboard. You go over there. This is rogue vote. Do some heroin. Yeah, <laughs> da, 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 you know, and she's telling, she's handing the heroin out. Actually, it's just throwing it out off the catwalk. 
And um, she tells Brooke that the schedule has changed. Is it a good change or a bad change? It's a bad change because now she's going to be on the second day. Brooke gets introduced to... So Haley and Peyton leave. And Brooke is introduced to... Did you say it was Solaris? Yeah. Solaris. Um, She looks familiar. Do we know her from other stuff? I mean, she's been in a few shows. I remember in the early 2000s, but I haven't seen her in a while. Mm, hopefully she got off of the smack (laughs) (laughs) i feel like she was on a soap opera here i'm looking her up off of the smack nice (laughs) nice (laughs) um don what do you think of solaris solaris um i think she's a niner she's gonna go away (laughs) to the end (laughs) When you were saying that, I thought you were saying a 9 out of 10. I was like, she's 15, Dawn, no, you're sick. What's wrong it, with you? She's going to make it to the end of One Tree Hill. No, I, I, she probably didn't make it to the end of the episode, God bless her. Um, oh. <laughs> oh, she was in the Mad family Man. was sent a bouquet of flowers. <laughs> oh, Mad Men. Yeah. Dom, like, Dom knows Mad Men. I can't remember anything. Look, she looks terrible, man. <laughs> That's what drugs do, kids. <laughs> <laughs> a really bad picture of her. I, I I didn't warm to Solaris at all. So for the surprise, the uh, the quicker we get back onto Brooke, the better. <laughs> uh, well, Sarah, did you warm to her? Not really. No. <laughs> did I you? mean, she looked she looked good on the ad and the at the bus stop, but you know. Do you know what the name of the perfume was? Who can you remember the name of the perfume, Simon? I watched twice. I don't remember. <laughs> I same no it was la bouche <laughs> la bouche which is the, the mouth in French oh, okay. la bouche <laughs> there you go there, there you go that's why you're here that is why that's I'm why here you're pick here. up on the details <laughs> there's, there's contributions well i mean i think to be fair to her you know it's hard to be really charismatic with a numb face you know what i mean <laughs> she's so... when, you, when you don't know you have legs it's it's hard it's hard she she's fallen off of the princess has fallen off of the pony <laughs> oh creepy creepy guy what does that even mean <laughs> Sarah, I need an answer. <laughs> she's just she's fallen off a high horse. That's the oh, it's that kind of reference, isn't it? Oh, like the great Solaris is finally slumming it with us lot. Pulp Fiction, right? <laughs> Sarah, have you seen it? You haven't seen Pulp Fiction? Nope. Oh my gosh, oh. Dom, you seen Pulp Fiction? I have a number of times. Yes. Okay, Sarah, you do you like Tarantino films? Not really. It's not for you. It's not for you, Pulp Fiction. Just fast forward to all the Christopher Walken bits because they're (laughs) hilarious. (laughs) He died of dysentery is my favourite line from that film. Just (laughs) it's the best bit. He kept it in his ass. Up his ass. (laughs) Up his ass. He eventually died of dysentery, (laughs) which is just the best line. He, do you know, he had to... uh, he downloads a Tabasco sauce before doing that scene because he wanted to have more saliva in his mouth to be able to say all of the words. There's this like famous monologue that Christopher Walken has in Pulp Fiction. It's like two or three minutes long or something. 
it's hilarious. Yeah, yeah, you you should watch Pulp Fiction. You should. I, it's it's brilliant. But the reason I bring it up is because Uma Thurman's character in it, spoiler, um, overdoses. But it's because she. Well, they made this clear in the film. Cocaine goes in baggies, heroin goes in balloons. I only know this because it's in the movie. And John Travolta picks up heroin earlier in the movie and the guy says, I've got no balloons, can I put it in a baggie? He says, yeah, okay. And then later, Uma Thurman's character gets it out of his pocket while he's in the bathroom and thinks it that it's cocaine. cocaine. Got it. So she, so she snorts it, but because she snorts it, she like overdoses and i won't say what happens because known spoilers but it's bad um so my interpretation had always been (laughs) not that i do drugs or any of this stuff but to snort heroin would be like the worst possible thing you could do right but yet so why is that funny dom i'm trying to give out lessons here that's just the fact that you went i'm not gonna spoil it but it's bad Whoa, that doesn't spoil it. It is bad. It's really caught, me, it's off, not... caught me off guard a bit. <laughs> wait, wake me up when you start talking about One Tree Hill again. <laughs> I'm, I'm done. I'm just saying the point is, is snorting heroin's bad. We've known this from the early 90s. When was Pulp Fiction? Like 94? Something like that. 93, 94. So Solaris should have watched Pulp Fiction. She would know. She's too young. Snort heroin. Probably... Got an it like it's eighteen rated, so she's not old enough to watch it. I thought they never the they never said she snorted it. They just said she did too much. They, it's not like they showed her arms or anything. They just said they, they, didn't, de- they didn't say she snorted it. They did. They she they definitely said this. They said she snorted. Too, she said I snorted too much I H. I thought she said I did too much H. Oh, I'm gonna go back and watch. Dom, what did what did you think? Uh, we I will was, get the. I was under the impression there was there was snorting involved, but I don't want to come between you two. So <laughs> I don't want to pick sides. Scene right now, while you're discussing <laughs> things. Let's do it. We'll talk about Pulp Fiction. So look, she snorted hate. <laughs> okay, uh, wait, Dom. Continue talking about Solaris. No, we'll, we'll oh, move we're, back we're to Brooke. Brooke. Sorry, let's move back to Brooke. Talk about Brooke. Well. Brooke has to make this incredibly difficult decision. She Does she follow path A, which is this kind of seedy, creepy world of like what they've created, of like the appearance of what fashion is going to be like for her? Um, or does she go down road B, which is back to her friends, which is kind of what she sees, isn't it? She sees this group of friends all having fun, and that's what she wants to go back to. But actually, I've never actually seen them as a, a group unit like what she saw. And I guess that's kind of what she wants and hopes for. And if she goes back home, she can still have that, get through high school, get that out of the way. And then I kind of reckon this will spur her on to continue to create her fashion brand, but with a difference. And it will be kind of a bit more ethical. There's going to be like a bit of ethical branding from the early 2000s, which, you know, which would be great, which is re- which is really, really nice. Um, you know, that's that's what I'm thinking anyway. I'm not sure that's definitely going to happen, but... I think she'll cut out the whole need to have fashion shows and you have to be size minus one or whatever, you know, you can just be a normal person 
you can wear these normal clothes and enjoy it rather mm. than having to be a mess on heroin. <laughs> Um, either up your nose or in your arm, one of the two. Um, I thought you were going to say up your ass. I was like, I don't think that's how they do it. That's Christopher Walken again. <laughs> that's, that's how they get it in the country. <laughs> um, Sarah, I'm so sorry. He's so lowbrow. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think I think Brooke has picked the right path. It's get back, piss off but, Rachel. But first, let's get in the cab. We didn't have to talk about the cab ride. Oh, yes, with Dad... Or Daoud. Daoud. Hang <laughs> wait, just before we say that, there were people going off in the chat while we were watching it on the watch along saying that they couldn't believe... So Brooke stor- uh, stor- storms out, like runs out after a creepy guy sort of puts his arm... Is he put his arm on her arm? No, he, or like, sort he of... like rubs her arm, yeah. Yeah, like sort of salaciously, uh, creepily. Um, and and uh she she leaves and, and gets out um and sort of has a bit of like a panic like a low-key panic attack as she's sort of against the wall which is horrible uh but people are going off in the chat saying they couldn't believe that she left solaris in there and that she should have gone back to get her well the other girl started to look after solaris that so no, she was involved in that whole thing but i thought she she kind of went oh you know it was no of- she was like she was all high too. She like came over and she was like, "Oh, she's fine." You know, mm, she did, no, yeah. No one was I, looking after her. Brooke doesn't owe anyone anything, so oh my god, get out of there! It's not her problem. Right. That's bad parenting. Just leave. Dom, if Dom, if I'd snorted too much H and was, <laughs> you know, and was on a, you know, falling off the pony or whatever, would you have they left? Just me met in each there? other. It's not like they had a previous relationship. He wouldn't exactly. leave you there. I wouldn't. Well, leave I, I, Sarah, I, I wouldn't leave you. <laughs> okay. Thank you, thank you. I, I unfortunately have a horrible story that's not. It's got no drugs in it. I won't tell it. Don't. Did you just sigh because I was going to tell a story? <laughs> oh my god! I did. I was joking. I was joking. Oh, oh my god! But you've heard this anyway. But I, I once I um to. <laughs> To quote made, I was overserved once in a. Andy McDowd says that she says she wasn't drunk. I was overserved, um, but I drank too much in Boston, and um, my friend left me, left me unconscious on a bench in the middle of the city with like I had two phones, I had my work phone, my passport, my wallet, everything just in my pocket, and he just left me there on my own, like. Uh, and I've never forgiven him for that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even joking. He d- he doesn't even know that I know. He doesn't know you remember. No, he doesn't yeah. know that I remember. He tried to he he apologized to me once, very low key, and I acted like I couldn't remember to to save his face, you know. But um, but yeah. Dom, I know if I was you, you'd find and carry me to the Airbnb, wouldn't you? Of course. Okay, here. Oh. I should watch it with oh. subtitles. <laughs> the subtitles say snorted. <gasps> I just snorted too much hate. Yes! <laughs> you win. I mean, oh, Solaris. No, no, no. There's no winning here. <laughs> we all lose. <laughs> she snorted hate. <laughs> like I said, Brooke, Brooks, so- Brooks Young 
she doesn't owe her anything. She has no real relationship or connection with this person. They seem to know her. Just get out of there. And that guy worked for the fashion show, too. So, I, I mean, I feel mm. like she knew them. It's not like Brooke didn't leave her with people that didn't know her. She just left her with people that were gross and disgusting. Yeah. 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 But, yeah, I would, I, would, the I would carry you to wherever you needed to be to fix you. And Sarah, we would protect and carry you also. Everyone's carrying everyone. But we wouldn't allow we wouldn't allow ourselves to be in this position, you know? Ever. I actually I gave up drinking spirits after that incident in Boston and I haven't drunk one since. Just because I vowed to never be in a position where I would need anybody else to look after me, you right. know. Don't get yourself vulnerable like that. Ex- exactly, exactly. Um But Dowd. Was it Dowd? Was it Dowd? Or Dowd? Dowd. How do we feel about this? Okay. It's so, un- <laughs> it's so unrealistic. I'm like, you're not getting in a cab and having this whole conversation with a cab driver and asking for the translation of songs on the radio. Although that was a good callback to the beginning of the episode. Mm. It was, And that cab was extremely clean. <laughs> like, the cleanest cab I have ever seen. <laughs> That's what we pick up on. I mean, I'm in a cab six times a week. They are not that clean. They're not clean. <laughs> I enjoyed the. Um, I thought it was a good comedy note. I'm not sure if I'm assuming they were meaning it to be that way. That when she asked for the radio to come on, that it was in a different language because, you know, I she would she was expecting it to to not be uh but then yeah when he translates it i thought it's it's a sweet moment and i like the 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 other great comedy moments when we cut away and then we cut back later and then he's just like i don't know how you can trust this this lucas guy (laughs) it's brilliant and then she you know he'd he stopped the meter, so that was nice and then she paid triple three times the fare doesn't happen ever but it was nice and the yeah you uh, i don't think i can call you dad you know that they're, they're like it's nice nice moment and he gives great advice you know that actually you you know life is long so you should enjoy it and live it and do the things that you want to do you know um it's a shame he had so many lines because otherwise he could have been our background <laughs> performer but dom any predictions for I hope he becomes their regular taxi driver. driver. (laughs) Yeah. He could be the driver of the DW, not I. She was going to get a flight originally. So that must have been a pricey cab. Well, she didn't get the cab to Tree Hill, though, right? She must have got the cab to the airport or something. Yeah. I thought she got the cab all the way back to wherever their, their hotel was. No, no, because no, I think when she got airport. out, I feel like she, when she got out, I she was still in New York. What was supposed? What was supposed to be New York? <laughs> Fake New York. That's what I thought, and I, and I think that the no, she went back from... to the um the Rogue Vogue to tell the woman she was leaving because there was another scene with the woman. That's right. Mm, That's correct. Because I, I know the the cab fare <laughs> from. We pay so much attention. <laughs> 
You normally do. You normally you were the guy that was counting Gabe's like packet of you know pills. Oh, and stuff. do you know what? I was still reeling, absolutely reeling with rage at the phone conversation between Brooke and and Lucas. What an awful, awful conversation! And the yeah. fact that he said, "Whatever, baby girl." Oh my god! I just wanted to. I wanted to throw that basketball in his face. He's like, never say that again. And then say, little girl, keep painting him up because he <laughs> is an idiot. I didn't understand how he couldn't pick up on the fact that she was incredibly distraught and she's like crying on the phone and he's just like, yeah. You sound like you're having a great time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what? Idiot. <laughs> he's an idiot. Lucas is the worst character in this show. <laughs> but he called her Bring back Felix. Stop. Stop. Oh my gosh. I definitely don't mean that. <laughs> oh gosh. The um he called her baby girl, did he for real? Was that yeah. the exact line? He says, oh, I miss you too, baby I girl, or something too. like that. Yeah. yeah. Oh fuck I would have hung up. Fuck off. Oh sorry. <laughs> you can sw- Dom, this is an explicit rating. You're okay. It's naughty. It's bad language. Oh, um, okay, so Brooke leaves. Last bit of the fashion show is, oh, Brooke Davis checked out. (laughs) Must not be for her or whatever. And Solaris has a little smile, like, oh, she got free. Um, So that's nice. We also did miss the bit with the the other friend there that was like, oh, bitch, do do you have a cigarette? No? Oh, love you or so oh, i've messed that up what did she say she calls someone a bitch and then says i don't know some oh the woman at the bar yeah well, oh. she's asking her for a cigarette and then i don't know whatever but okay and then Brooke comes back and then we get this moment of her going into lucas or peyton's room or whoever it's meant to, room it's meant to be and seeing them in bed together i have to ask bevan since she came up with it i think it was supposed to be Haley's room that Peyton was going into Haley's room, but Haley was not there. Right, right, right. Exactly. <laughs> and then she freaks out. I saw Dom, you you were like a eye roll situation on the watch along on this because it's like oh, Here we is go this again. gonna happen again, 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 again. But in fairness, he manages to pull her around relatively quickly, right? So this was better. Did you feel better about it? Um, no, I, I was still angry with Lucas for the ridiculous conversation and and him just basically ignoring her on the telephone. But also, Simon, if I ever say to you, it's all going to be okay, isn't it? That That's because I'm genuinely worried that something isn't going to be okay. Don't turn around yeah. and go, <sighs> yeah. Because, uh, honestly, what a, sh- what a shockingly bad friend Lucas is, yeah. Because, like, awful. Peyton's in bed. She's just lost her mum. She's worried about her other mum. Larry is nowhere to be seen. Brooke's up and down. She's totally in love with Lucas and just asks if it's going to be okay. Is it going to be okay? Because she's worried it's not. And he's like, give me 45 minutes to think about it. Like, Jesus, just just be like, yes, it's going to be fine. Just straight away, yes, it's going to be fine. Even if it's not, even if her leg is about to fall off, yeah, you're going to be fine doesn't matter just say yes but it just takes 25 minutes to decide it's ridiculous lucas is awful 
you sounded like your mum just then. <laughs> the ridiculous. <laughs> You're turning into your mother. And your mother famously hates Lucas Scott. Yes, I'd rather be my mother than my father. <laughs> oh, Sarah. Yeah. What do you think? Do you think Lucas is a bad friend? Do you think he's all right? I think he's fine. I didn't like at the when Brooke when he chased Brooke out and he was like he told her the truth, but then you know he finishes like, but Peyton needs both of us right now. Mm. It's like okay, but you didn't have to sleep in the bed. You could have slept on the floor. Mm-hmm. He, he did. He did sleep on the floor, didn't he? He says I slept. He said he did, but mm. wow, that's a good point. He could have been sitting on the chair putting his shoes on, not yeah. on the bed, <laughs> not on top of Peyton. <laughs> he could have had some clothes on. <laughs> well, okay, and then and then Brooke, her, she has a bit of a standoff with Rachel about you know, she's talking to Peyton on the phone and saying. Oh, what have you got a hangover? This, that, and the other. Oh, and she says, "Oh, you look like us as well, or smell like us. Smell, look. One of the, which one was it? Both. I don't Remember. know. But <laughs> I just know she was in the background. She's in the background. Yeah, she comes in, and uh, Rachel immediately tries to say that it can't work with with a tenth person or with Brooklyn. She's just craziness. But she gets over overthrown by the rest. And then they do the routine, goes wrong because, like you said, Bevan tripped. Yeah, Dom. Brooke does to Rachel what Rachel did to her when she's like, "Just watch me for the changes and stuff." So mm-hmm. that was that was a good moment. It's like taste of your own medicine there. Yeah, it was. And she does the robot. She which does. <laughs> I had I had kind of forgotten. I thought that happened in season one. Um, but it doesn't. That's the kung fu fighting, isn't it? But yeah, she does the robot. It's good. They were having a good time. The bit that froze me a little bit, Sarah, if I'm real, is the guys joining. Yeah, walking um, up there. Mm-hmm. Because especially, you know, we love him, bless him, but James Lafferty <laughs> can not dance. <laughs> I can't dance, and that's fine. So I stay clear from dance floors. The boy can't dance. Oh, is that is that wrong to say? No, I don't think he can dance. <laughs> Dom, how do you rate his dancing? He um, was just behind Haley, like, and Haley's like grabbing his tie, like he wasn't really moving that much. <laughs> yeah, exactly he's sort it. of doing the old. I feel like in the wide, I feel off. like the wide shots. I'm like, I don't even see him there. <laughs> just cut him out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, here's the old put someone in front of me so they're blocking me and I'll just sort of move like this behind them, you know. <laughs> Two hands up because I don't know what to do with them. Just keep them there. <laughs> Dancing is awkward though, isn't it? It's difficult. Dom, you a two-step kind of guy? Uh, I'm a prop-up-the-bar kind of guy. <laughs> right. don't, don't even attempt. <laughs> I have a friend who's stone cold sober and we were at uh, someone's engagement party and he danced the entire night like on his own or and then like with some other people and I like really respected it because I'm just like I don't know how you're doing this um he just loved it just having a great time 
I respect it. That's just not me. My limbs flail in the wind. <laughs> They're like inflatables on a car lot. They're just, you know. Uh, okay, so that's Brooke. Dom, any predictions for Brooke? Uh, only what I've said already. You know, she'll... It will, let's finish high school. Let's make a brand that's a bit more ethical, down-to-earth for everyone um, and kind of be bit more of an advocate for protecting people rather than letting these sort of horrible sort of fashion shows happen maybe put on her own fashion shows but i think i think she's kind of decided she doesn't need that world she doesn't need to be part of that to be able to move on and you know start and hopefully she'll see that she she can you know make her own success without having to worry about all these competitions and stuff that actually she wasn't really interested in anyway because she wasn't the one that entered herself into it so there you go we will see we will see and sarah we've probably got enough time to do one more and then we want to get we need to get your judgments mm-hmm. um as well because uh, we we need to know and we can try and factor that in uh dom has been incredibly sneaky and nefarious recently with his getting his ratings and the way that he bullies his way into it. We cannot let that happen I know, but tonight. Dom and I agree on this episode, so just what like the last that? just like the last filler one I did. <laughs> <sighs> but we can't let him win. Whatever he wants must not happen. If he wins, we all lose. <laughs> right. Who do you want to do, Sarah? I'm gonna leave the main characters. For for you guys for later, so I would like to do Rachel. Okay, okay. It's for it's uh it's Marine that's up next for the final. So she hour, can have so. Lucas and Nathan and <laughs> Haley and Peyton. Oh, she will like that. Cause she's the Navy support. I mean, okay, I am too. Ra- but Rachel in this episode, I was just like, <laughs> oh god. The 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 best line to sum her up is when Peyton's like. Please speak softer. You have a horrible voice. <laughs> I wrote that whole conversation down because what Peyton says to her. It's so good. Well, talk to us about it, Sarah, about Rachel. Where does she start in this one? Where does she start? In the lobby, maybe? Yeah, I guess her oh, first Oh, she was giving all the to... rules to all the girls. Like, she, she took charge. She was in charge, even though she's not, but she is. And that's when Bevan was like, you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and she manages, she offers Peyton a drink. Later, right? so, yeah, so they how... come back and then she, she says, why don't you come? I know you've been through a lot. Why don't you come up to my room? I have, I have whatever, tequila. And tequila, she is yeah. like pouring it down her throat. Yeah. And tequila. That's rough. That's rough. Not good for me. No. <laughs> One bad night. Dom tequila. Never did it again. But... Yeah, right. We've all been the, we've all had that night. Dom tequila. How's it go for you? I've unfortunately had a few of those nights, and I, I'm always the first to say, "Let's." I've gone out. I've had a few drinks already, so I'm feeling a little bit, you know, buzzed or whatever. And someone says, "Let's get shots," and I'll be like, "I'll do any shot, but tequila. do any anything but tequila. I will not do tequila." So what do they buy? Tequila. tequila. So I go, oh, okay, you've bought it now, so I do it. And then I'm like, yeah, let's get more. And then I just feel like absolute 
turd for the rest of well a week you know I, I i then feel incredibly incredibly drunk very good like tequila just completely screws me up <laughs> yeah it's, it's horrible good. it's the same with uh with jägermeister it's got that Ugh. uh it's like the taste that stays with you it's like i don't know who anybody that is enjoying this stuff that actually like likes the taste likes the burn likes the fact that you feel like you're gonna throw up it's not good no it's disgusting it's not good at all to snort some heroin you safer <laughs> it'll be okay <laughs> uh rachel dom what do you reckon i reckon rachel was a bit of a bitch to be fair <laughs> b-i-t-c i mean she was you kind of like oh she's being nice you know, they're talking, and then Bevan calls to switch rooms, and you're like, hello, tell and Peyton. She's, she's and she's like, like the, wheel, the wheels are turning. <laughs> she's like, hmm, how can I screw with Brooke again? <laughs> it's, it's when she suddenly, like, immediately has a plan uh, on the back of um, that that one phone call from Bevan, and it's just like, this is, she's just too conniving, like, exactly like you said, and she's always got an agenda just don't have an agenda for for one episode just just sort of turn up and be just be yourself and that i think that's kind of the problem with rachel is that we actually never see her as herself she's always just playing this she's just playing constant chess isn't she just like i'm gonna play play mouth because it affects brooke i'm gonna you know get to peyton because that'll affect Brooke, I'm gonna, you know, put Peyton and Lucas together because that'll affect Brooke. It's all about playing against this other queen, and that's all she's doing. Is sent like, mm. and all these little pawns she's sending them, you know, all these different ways to just to to poke, to poke the Brooke bear, and it's just a nightmare, absolute nightmare. And, and it's, it's sometimes it's really uncomfortable to watch because you think, just give it a rest, just let's mm. just have a break. Um, even the whole episode with Mouth, you think, oh, maybe there's going to be some genuine moments there, and actually, maybe she wasn't being so harsh. Because originally, I thought, oh, maybe she has entered her into Rogue Vogue to be to be genuine, to be kind, because she she thinks her clothing is good. Actually, no, she you know you can see that she hasn't at all. She wants to be in charge. She wants to boss around the cheerleaders, and they all hate her. They've all they all now have realised the error of their ways in following Rachel. You know, Rachel was like the the hot thing you know on campus kind of thing when she turned up and now it's like actually we realized she's a she's just like a conniving dud so let's let's move on <laughs> conniving dud <laughs> i like that uh, it's, it's true and it's a good way to put it with the chess stuff because it is just sort of back and forth mind games the whole time uh i mean yeah, and you're right. It does feel like she's gonna. She's listening. Did West Ham just score? They just won. We've, we won on penalties. Yeah. When have you? Let's go. Whenever. When have you ever heard West Ham winning on penalties? <laughs> Sorry, Never. So <laughs> West Ham, the club that we support, they're playing in like the is it the EFL Cup, isn't it, or something? It's the, yeah, the Carabao Cup. Yeah. Is that is that the new FA Cup? Or no, no, the FA Cup still. Yeah, it's like the. Slightly, it's like the one. Is this the one that cup. was the Coca was the Coca Cola Cup back right. in the day? Yeah, right, 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 right. But that's like that's our fourth win in a row, right? Yeah. Ever, Everton, uh, Tottenham, Genk, 
and Man City, not in that order, but... This is unlike our team, Sarah. Our team for me and Dom were the only people in our school, or in our year, sorry, in school that supported this team. Everyone else supported another team that's like a, a London, North London team, mm. and that team was really good. Always up in the top, and West Ham were always like mid-table to the bottom. Sometimes, sometimes relegated, sometimes <laughs> back up. And in the last two seasons, we've suddenly got really good, and we're like up there, and this. It's a good time. We've earned this. <laughs> we have. <laughs> we deserve this as fans. <laughs> but sorry, right, right, okay. So it uh Rachel she's eventually gets like found out. Uh there's the other great line where Peyton's got the sunglasses mm-hmm. on the next day or she's hung over and she said, You can't see, but I'm my I'm rolling my eyes right now. That's kind of like a t-shirt worthy one dom you know i always tell you when it's like oh that's a quotable line that's a big one nice um yeah but basically she's a bitch and needs to just like <laughs> just be herself and people would probably like her more it's sarah is that your interpretation yeah i mean at the end of the episode she's standing off to the side by herself you know all upset and depressed that brooke took over and everyone's having fun but she's not that's MP. That's kind of the lesson in life: is that you can manipulate and do all the things that you want, but you still have to live with yourself, you know. And you know the truth. You know what's up, really. So, yeah, there we go. It's a good way of putting it, my friend. Good point. Any predictions, Dominico? I really hope that Rachel, when they when they kind of all go off to college and stuff, that Rachel just disappears and is, is never even thought of again. Um, Felix, yeah. Well, Felix, like, we were lucky with Felix that he got shipped off to military school. Um, but we're not going to have that with Rachel. <laughs> um, I, I, I just, I just don't know. I don't know if Rachel's ever going to come good. I don't think she ever is. I think she's just always going to be this sort of nasty scheming person. So, I think we Can need to get worse. I don't know. Well, she's been she's really been taught a lesson in in this one, sort of by the end of the episode, isn't she? Because everybody's siding with, like they're so happy to see Peyton and Haley when they turn up, and they're like, "Where's Brooke?" They're desperate for Brooke to be there, so they're all kind of realizing that she's this just manipulative person, and that they need to kind of distance themselves from her. So maybe she'll even drop out from being a cheerleader, and she'll she'll go and start upsetting other people, but. Mouth is kind of the only person on her side still, so that she's still got an avenue into upsetting people um, by using mouth. Unfortunately, um, so I I think she's I d- I don't know whether when we get to the end of the season, that's the end of the school year, and then we look at colleges if we're there yet, or if like next season we're still at high school and there's a bit of finishing that off, and then it's college. I, I'm not really sure on the flow, so. Um, I think she'll last to the end of high school, wherever that be, the end of this season or partway into the next one. And then we probably won't see her again. Okay, we will find out. But Sarah, what we need to find out right now is your judgments. So who was your favourite performer of the episode? Um, for character, I'm going with Bevan. Just because she, yeah, she was the comedy of the episode, and then for act for actor, I'm going with um, Sophia Bush. 
yeah nice. good choices very good choices she, she was she was solid she played it really well really well what about your favorite background performer one line i'll just pick yeah. any cheerleader who didn't say anything <laughs> which was most of them or blondie who bevan tripped and that caused all everyone to fall you know who... they'd see the chad michael murray blondie girl right mm-hmm. that's what i was gonna say that was a lot of uh chat in the chat during that one uh and the watch along about all of those shenanigans um <laughs> shenanigans is a great word <laughs> <laughs> what about your favorite line of the episode um oh so when peyton was going off on um rachel one thing that you haven't said yet she's like we're not giant pandas you can't you can't you can't just put us together and expect us to mate yeah that's a good one and a lot of them giant pandas in real life they don't do it anyway do they because <laughs> they're inherently lazy is that why it's just pandas are so lazy they just they just can't, can't even be bothered. sit around <laughs> yeah just like just inseminate her or not <laughs> Get the machines out, put the gloves on. <laughs> Get the baster. I'll just stay here. Just move the fur if you need to. <laughs> um, what about your favourite um, uh, song? Um, I shazammed it. Uh, when Brooks in the cab, it's Go On My Child by Michelle Featherstone. Nice. Is that the song that's in place? No, no. <laughs> it's not that one. It's like and a then, slow, uh, you know, like she's realizing she should go be with Lucas and and then Haley the whole Haley Nathan bathtub thing happens under that song. Why is he put his <laughs> shoes in the bath? It's a whole other we'll get into that, I Have guess. Fun with but... that. <laughs> yeah. you know how we feel about shoes in places uh and then finally the precious precious rating did you have a number in mind before we started the conversation uh-huh. did it increase decrease or stay the same stay the same oh gosh before you say what it is <laughs> can me and dom guess um sure i'm gonna i'm gonna guess a six dom uh exactly the same six Okay, on three, because we still have to keep it momentum. One, two, three. Seven. Ooh. Seven's good. That's a good episode. That's a seven. Well, that was the last one I did, too. It's not. It's okay. It's fine. When I say it's a seven, you go nuts. <laughs> there, was some good, there were some good things to it, but, like, they were the, the non... They were the supporting characters. They weren't the main characters. I would agree. Can you... Can you give your argument for if someone, one of us, or someone goes higher, uh, why they should come down to a seven? Or insane if someone's gone... if they go <laughs> <laughs> Okay, or if someone's gone lower than you, why they should come? I, I'm to fine. A I'm fine going down. If it, if, oh. it, if it ends up at a six, I'm good with that. Nice. <laughs> okay, so you you can do a six, but not an eight. Eh, an eight's kind of pushing it for me. But not out of the realms of no. If you have, if you guys have three eights, sure. But there has to be three. 
<laughs> okay, this is important to get these these stipulations in. Okay, well you'll you'll find out. T- we'll tell you on the watch along. I, I think um, we all know <laughs> it's not going to be three eights, don't we? <laughs> you don't have to. You don't have to tell Sarah that. <laughs> I mean, Bevan, Whitey, they're the ones who brought it to a seven for me. And even, okay. I mean, as much as Rachel's a bitch, I kind of liked the interaction she had with people and how people reacted to her. Yeah, that's true. As much as we're saying she's she's a bitch and a douchebag or whatever, she's still a great character to create the drama. Why is that funny, douchebag? <laughs> I just wasn't expecting it. That was... <laughs> just throw it in. Yeah. Why not? Uh, well, Sarah, it's been a pleasure as always you know you have a special place in our hearts it's always christmas when we see you (laughs) and uh we appreciate you thank you so much for coming on and we'll see you in an hour right for uh these these two boring episodes we're gonna watch yep i'm gonna pin dom and just watch dom (laughs) watch his boredom oh yes watch me fall asleep (laughs) thanks guys all right thank you so much for joining you later see you in an hour Bye. Take care. Thank you. So that was Sarah. And just like that, Summer, get up the bulletproof vests, get up the shields, because here comes Marine. (laughs) Oh, no. We're not safe, are we? Maybe we are safe. No one's safe. We are safe because we can see her. (laughs) That's when we can't see her, that we're not safe. (laughs) Hi, Marine. Marine, (laughs) you're here. Everybody... Be mindful, we have a sniper in our midst. She's dangerous, she's violent, she's Marine! Marine, (laughs) welcome, how's it going? It's going pretty good, how about you guys? We're good, Good. yeah, we're we're having having a lot of fun talking about this this episode in particular, and in general, we're okay. Yeah, I'm excited. I had the pleasure of Simon's company in real life earlier, which was nice. (laughs) Now the pleasure of my company. And yes, always, because we're too scared not to call it pleasure. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Maureen, this is your first time officially on the podcast. We've spoken to you, well, we speak to you daily, basically, (laughs) you know, in Instagram and stuff. But then also, you know, you join the watch alongs when you can. Obviously, you're busy student life and all of that. Um, But this is your first time on the podcast, but you must be up there. You and Magdalena is the most two talked about people on the podcast. Yeah. Um, I show I we... show off about that a lot to my friends. I'm like, guys, I'm being mentioned on podcasts. I'm more superior than everybody else here. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. Well, how, how have, um, yeah, I mean, you, you found the podcast quite early, right? Like, I can't remember a time that you weren't involved with it. Yeah. Um, I remember found, finding you guys episode seven or six of season one but I remember when I first like posted about you guys on my story it was for episode six because I remember I really liked the picture that you posted for episode six so that was one that I reposted but it was somewhere around there episode six or seven but so very beginning early early and and it's developed it's all developed and your One Tree Hill fandom is is you know as strong if not stronger than ours we have links to two of your uh yes. instagram fan pages that are in the uh show notes mm-hmm. uh, do you want to talk about that yeah sure so one of them is just one that i do by myself um and it's one that basically documents all the like fashion of the show the like clothing the styles 
um, the hair, the everything. So that's the one that I do. I've been doing it for a while now. It's pretty fun. Um, there's one that I run with my friend. Um, so that's the one where it kind of all goes crazy. That's where we make really weird edits of the show. We like do a bunch of all, all this crazy stuff. It's kind of <laughs> insane. Um, yeah, so that one's just more for fun and it's more crazy and like let loose. So that's pretty epic too. So if any people here love One Tree Hill, which I'm sure you do because you're listening to the Ravens podcast, then you should go check those out in the show notes. Self-promo. That's it. They're down there. Click them, follow. They're good. They're good times. Exactly. Um, but Dom has some burning questions that he needs to ask you because you're first time on the pod. Mm-hmm. Oh, burning questions. <laughs> I said pod. He did. I noticed actually uh, the other week, not last week, the week before, you said pod and then you changed it to podcasting and then later on you said pod by accident. So... It's uh, it's working. My, my mind Your control. Your filth is rubbing off me. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly it. Marine, welcome. Welcome. Thank you for joining us. It's great to have you have you here. And it feels like, it does kind of feel like you've already been on an episode before, even though yeah. <laughs> you haven't. You've managed to slip through the net on each occasion, each season so far. But hopefully, you know, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, and nine, you're there, a staple. Yeah. But we do need to ask you your top five tv shows of all time what's 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 gonna what's gonna make it in marine world in the future that the, the, the entire world is only allowed to watch these top five tv shows what we got okay so number one we don't even need to ask it's one true hill nice. um number two is once upon a time um that's one with all the uh, lost actors that i told simon about you should watch mm-hmm. it Very yep, good. it's on the list mm-hmm. better be high up on the list um oh number <laughs> number three uh brooklyn 99 oh yes simon right? you need to get on that simon hasn't seen yeah. it right no you no. need to get on that I'll... immediately you do you need to sort your life out yes mm-hmm. it's on the list we've already discussed the amount of time you spend in your car and stuff just use that watching brooklyn 99 <laughs> okay yes. so that was number three number four white collar yes again Matt yeah Boma. yeah my bomber and um hillary burton too mm-hmm. so yeah i started watching that partly because hillary was in it partly because it's one of my friend's favorite shows ever so it's kind of both of those combined i was like okay i'm gonna watch it it's a really good show you should watch that too um number five stranger things yeah oh yeah good choice very very nice. good show yeah look at that well done. And um, what's even better is that some people have a list written down in front of them. You just picking them out of the air like that. Okay. See the, about the list. I feel like when people come on here, they have like notes and like things. And I did not prepare anything. Um, I did not rewatch the episode. Just like us. <laughs> I'm going off of memory. <laughs> That's good. That's good. Well, yeah, you about my favorite lines. I'll just be thinking of like the first line that I think of. No, that's good. Spontaneous. It's, good. it's all good. Exactly. However, people want to do it. But you, um, you're also you're watching Lost at the moment. With Honorable no mention to Lost. Honorable mention for the top five. Honorable mention. Well, because Dom's only seen the first season, and it's still a possibility that we might end yeah. up podcasting it. We need to. The discussions need to be had. But, <laughs> yeah. um, but you, you're watching it now for the first time, and you're really enjoying it, right? Yeah, I'm three episodes into season three. Um, it's really, really good. So good. There are some episodes that are a little bit slower than others that I sometimes have to like struggle to get through a little bit. 
Um, but some of like, you know, the last block of season two, like the last seven or eight episodes, I breezed through them, got through them in like two days. So yeah, it's going good. It's going good. And your favorite characters are some of my favorite characters. I feel like whoever you watch it with, their influence just kind of rubs off on you a little bit. Mm -hmm. So if I ever come on here, me and Simon will have all the same opinions and Dom (laughs) might have all the different ones. (laughs) (laughs) it would be so interesting to see who who dom would like and all of those things but the, when you talk about it or message like oh i've just seen this part and this that and the other all it does is make me want to watch it i'm pretty certain a rewatch is coming um, it needs to come it needs to come yeah for sure for sure well dom you have another burning question don't you i do i do indeed what's also really important in uh, in marine world when we're watching these five tv shows over and over again and we're going to become mm-hmm. experts in them is that we need kind of a trashy film to go with it a trashy film mm-hmm. that you kind of love so what what, okay. are we, what are we adding to the pile trashy film um confessions of a shopaholic this is very interesting to me. <laughs> i've heard of it i, I don't seen think it. it would be familiar to either of you we are very in very different demographics here so <laughs> I think that might be why. I don't know. Simon's ticking no, a lot of boxes. <laughs> what does that mean? What? Who's in it? I've heard of it. But I used to I work. I literally could not tell you who I... was in it. I watched it like a month ago, and I could not tell you anybody who was in it. It's just about this woman who's just addicted to shopping, like unhealthily addicted. And half, like half the time in the movie, she's just like um, evading the person who's like coming to like get her credit thing. I don't know how the money works, but like. Basically, she's being chased down by people when she isn't like paying her bills or doing stuff because she just spends all her money on shopping. And it's that's pretty much the plot of the entire movie until she's like learns how to be responsible with money. <laughs> it's a horrible <laughs> movie. It's a horrible movie. It got like a 29% on Rotten Tomatoes, but I still enjoy it. No, that's cool. That's exactly what we're talking about. Yeah, here. exactly. Those, those classics. It's good well, trash. Good trash. And you need that. Well, what, um, Speaking of not trash, what is your? Wait, how did you get introduced to One Tree Hill? Because you you're our youngest Raven that we're aware of, anyway. Yeah, I, I think. I think so. Um. So obviously you weren't watching this in real time when it came out. So what? How did you get introduced to the show? Yeah. So I was definitely not watching in real time. If I was, that would have been very problematic. Shouldn't would never have happened. Um. So. <laughs> In so maybe about four years ago, I was watching this show called um, Gilmore Girls. You guys have probably heard of that. It's a pretty famous show, right? Um, Chad McMurray's mm-hmm. in it. Uh, he's got a role for the first season and a half, I think, or season and a little bit. But he was my favorite character on that show. Like I was obsessed with Chad's character there. And then um, I was talking to my cousin, and then um, and then um, she was like, "Oh, if you really love Chad, then you should watch this show, um, One Tree Hill." I was like, "Okay, that sounds interesting, but like a tree on a hill, like no Gilmore Girls." um so then I didn't really get into it then but then as soon as Chad's character left when I found out that he was like written off the show I was really really upset like I was very very upset I was having a breakdown um so then I went online and I like searched up why he left the show and apparently he left for this show called One Tree Hill and then I was like wait that sounds really familiar it was one that my cousin told me about and then I was like maybe I should watch it if he's in there but then I was like I was salty I was like One Tree Hill stole him away so then I didn't um, and then last year, um, March 2020, I remember, um, it was like right, it was like five days before everything went into lockdown or whatever. I was like, fine, I'll give it a go. And then I started it. And after the first episode, I was like, 
wait, completely hooked. What? I was like, ha- hang on a minute, wait, wait, wait. <laughs> Are you saying the first time you watched One Tree Hill was in March of last year? March of 2020. March, yeah. That honestly, I'm in shock. That is absolutely blown both of us out of the water because I was thinking you've at least been watching this okay let's even say three years or four years because the the detail that we get from you or it's like oh <laughs> we ask you a question it's like an immediate response so like how many times in that year have you seen all of One Tree Hill I don't okay when I watch shows I watch it once through but I don't really go back and watch it all the way through again until at least a few years later so I'll go back and I'll rewatch some episodes that I liked or, you know, kind of like, you know, I'm depending on my mood, I'll pick one, but I never go back and watch shows all the way. So I've seen it once all the way through and then certain episodes that I like. I don't even know what to say. I don't even feel like I even know who you are anymore. <laughs> I can't believe this. I thought you, the same as Dom, I thought you'd seen this like 10 times. Like I, I've asked you really intricate questions when like someone else has asked me it and I don't know the answer. <laughs> And yeah. you told me the answer immediately. And then, like, that's nuts. That's okay. crazy. No, see, because there's certain episodes that I've seen 10 times over, 10 plus times over. Right, but, like, okay. if, but I mean, if you ask me about some random episode, like, I'd probably know it if I'd seen it, but I just don't go back and rewatch it completely. I like to save Got that it. time watching new shows. Okay. And what, <laughs> and what's your, what, without giving any, any stuff away, obviously. What's your favorite season and who's your favorite all-time character? Season three, without a doubt. Season three. Um, and favorite character, um, up until a while ago, it was actually Nathan. But Nathan's been dethroned by Brooke Davis. Mm-hmm. Is it something that, that you can discuss that has made that change for you? No, it's probably gives something away from the later seasons. All right. Okay. Fair yeah, <laughs> I don't want to do that. <laughs> <laughs> but speaking of spoilers for the latest seasons, um, we were actually doing um, class um, presentations um, like yesterday. So we were basically talking about novels and we had to like connect them to other works of like you know, literature, movies, TV shows. And I found a connection from The Great Gatsby to One Tree Hill. And I was so proud Gosh. of that connection. And I talked about it in class in depth for like three whole minutes. <laughs> and I was really <laughs> you could see everybody else in class just like giving me the blank face they were like i don't know what the show is <laughs> but i was just going at it <laughs> so that was pretty epic there were some um lost connections in there too that some other people said so i think you would be proud of that simon let's go i'm proud of all Good. of this <laughs> this is all great stuff well um okay so if we talk about this episode we we've covered uh we we had sarah on just before you and so we've covered um quite a, quite a, a variety obviously we'll touch on all of it with you in in the judgments anyway but people we haven't talked about that been saved for you lucas nathan peyton uh and Haley to an extent there's some Haley okay. in there as well okay. um so the a lot of the core stuff nice. um, is left here. So which stone would you like to turn over first? Let's go to Miss P. Sawyer. Talk to us about it. Set us up. Talk to us about okay. Peyton in this one. Let's try to relive this from memory. Okay, so um, as... <laughs> <laughs> I watched it a year ago. I'll try to see what I, I watched it a long time ago. <laughs> okay. 
So um, in the beginning, isn't Peyton like spreading Ellie's um, thing? Her ashes or something in the beginning? <laughs> Shut up, the, I know this is right. That was the end of the last episode. <laughs> no, that was the beginning of this episode, 100%. Mm, no, it was the end of the last episode. Okay, whatever, uh, whatever <laughs> Ellie's not here. That's the point. Um, so... <laughs> She's dead. <laughs> She's let's, gone. Let's move on. Gone with the wind. Side note, I'm really upset about Ellie not being around anymore. That was really upsetting when I first saw that. I was like, Peyton deserves that mother figure. She's been through so much trauma and then like Ellie came and it was all good and now she's like back to being depressed again. It was really upsetting. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, actually, this is a good time to say this because I hadn't, I've been saving it for the right time. Dom, I think I can show you this now because it fell on the floor and it was all of the shock and it had been shown in the show. So oh, hang on a second. The album cover. It's going to be album yes. cover, isn't it? With her sitting like... So, oh, the, the Friends of Benefit. So yes. this is... They actually released it and they released an actual album um, and it's, I don't know if... I, I assume they must have actually put the... Um, profits to cancer research. Yeah, you would yeah, assume. They did. Yeah, they did. Oh, they did. Yeah. Okay. So, um, <laughs> still in the cellophane. It would have been really weird if they didn't. Nice. Still in the cellophane. Yes, I have all of my One Tree Hill CDs are unopened because I am a nerd. All right, happy with it. I love it. Yeah. Go you. Whitey loves it. If you come. If you come and. <laughs> Dom has whitey now, by really? the way, Marine. Throw Wait, whitey um, back let's up see it there. again. Let's see it. I'm looking after whitey. <laughs> Not looking after, he's yours. Oh my god, I love that. Whitey in this I episode thought... was brilliant too. Oh, he was perfect. He was perfect. He was brilliant. <laughs> Dom, you can download this on. Um, I won't. Do you do, that. Do, <laughs> do you do Spotify or Apple Music? Or what do you do? Uh, Spotify. Yeah, it's on there. It's all on there. Okay. Why didn't you do it? No. Yeah. What's your problem? Why? <laughs> okay. I'll, I'll have a look at it. If I like it, I'll I'll consider it. No. What do you mean if you what like you... it? You're going to like it. <laughs> <laughs> Marine, do you have it on your Apple Music or on Spotify? 100%. What do you have? Um, I use both, but I mostly use Spotify. I use okay, both. and you, yeah. ha- you have it on there? Yeah, 100% I do. Otherwise, I'm not a real yeah. One Tree Hill fan. Dumb. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's the point. <laughs> Simon is. I'm not. <laughs> After you are now. like two and a half seasons, you still say that you're not. I don't say I'm not. I say that I'm on a voyage of discovery. When I get to the end of season nine, I'll decide how much paraphernalia I decide to buy. <laughs> you have a whitey custom one of one in existence pop funko. Free to a good home. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, Marine, doesn't he make you just want to punch him in the face? Do you ever get that feeling? All the time, all the time. I'm just what? like... <laughs> just me. <laughs> Jesus. Okay. Well, he's trained in martial arts, so we so can't am I. do it. Oh, God, yeah. She, <laughs> she actually is. <laughs> are, you, are you trained in different martial arts or the same? Taekwondo. Different. Different. I... Oh, wait, is it the same or different? I don't remember. Um, Jiu-Jitsu, you're Taekwondo, aren't you? Yeah. Yeah. So what... I, I don't know martial arts. I mean, is one of them's about throwing and one of them's kicking, is it? I don't... It means Marine can kick me in the head, but if I grab her foot, she's in trouble. <laughs> Ooh, 
Okay, there we go. <laughs> I can be the referee. <laughs> sure. Twenty twenty five. I think that. we should do it on. Let's get a fire going on the beach, and let's do it at night on the beach. <laughs> oh, sand fight? Are you kidding? Do you hate me? You actually hate me. You win. No, I thought. Give up. No, I thought because if you <laughs> if you get yeah if you get chucked on the ground, then it's not going to hurt. If you did it on like concrete, you did it on like the river court, then you're in trouble. What about it's grass? grass now? But it's grass now. It's grass now. <laughs> yeah. Okay. We could do it in like Kieran's cafe or something. Yeah, fight in the cafe. <laughs> <laughs> but whatever you guys are good with, I'll get it sanctioned. We'll, <laughs> we'll it. get some permits. Yeah, yeah we'll have it out. The Tyson Fury fight. <laughs> yeah, there we go. Nice. Okay, well, okay, so Peyton, right? right. <laughs> Peyton, she's, I think she starts in the car. They're road tripping yeah. over to Rogue Vogue. She gets punched in the arm by Haley, slug bug. We get these nice moments. Um, but really, she sort of comes into her own story when she goes drinking with Rachel. Rachel. And she has the, the, the tequila. Um, and we think she's having nice moments with Rachel, but actually Rachel's setting her up to be in the room on her own with Lucas. <clears throat> so, I mean, how do you feel about Peyton within all of this, Maureen? So... Peyton, I so like she was just with Rachel just because Brooke wasn't there and Haley wasn't there. Um, and like, you know, she was just having a drink. She thought it was fine or whatever. But Rachel is like most of the time I cannot stand Rachel Katina. Like because like she was being nice to Peyton here, but it wasn't because she wanted to be nice to her. I feel like like every time she's nice to someone, there's always like an undertone of like, you know, what she wants in the background or what like, you know, she's trying to like get them to do so that it'll benefit her or just cause trouble in general. So I don't really think Peyton was like at fault for anything that happened here. Like, you know, she was just like hanging out. She just wanted to be with somebody. Um, she was just having fun, having drinks. Right. Um, and Rachel is just the worst. Yeah. That's true. And you just reminded me, um, because we said that we would warn you um, when <laughs> we were talking to Sarah from our, like, you know, wisdom of age and whatever. Um, as a young person, yeah. Maureen, please do not snort heroin, okay? <laughs> Look, we saw what happened in this episode. It's important to us that you don't do it, okay? Promise us now? Sure. <laughs> no, I'm gonna need. I'm gonna need a I, yes. I can't promise that, that I won't sounds... do it again. Oh, Is that why you got no notes? You were too busy <laughs> yeah. doing your drugs, Marine. Pretty much. <laughs> That's what they're teaching us in school now. <laughs> Should have known. Should have known. Oh, Just kidding to everyone who's listening. I swear, I'm a good kid. I go to school. I don't skip classes. I'm. I'm an honor student. I swear. <laughs> <laughs> we we believe you. Well, Dom, Peyton, she's going down a dodgy path in this one. What do you reckon? Well, dodgy path is, you know, maybe not the right way of framing it. I think she's being led down a, down a path, certainly. You know, Rachel kind of wants to, again, I I described it a little bit earlier, Maureen, that uh, Rachel is playing this continuous game of chess against Brooke and, it, you know, uses everyone around her as her pawns to, like, kind of fight against Brooke. And it's mm-hmm. it's getting a bit old now, to be honest. But this is just another play in the playbook of Rachel. 
And Peyton, unfortunately, is is a bit vulnerable at the moment. She's, you know, has gone through quite a difficult time. You know, finding Ellie the way she found her is, is obviously going to play on her mind for a little while. So any distraction, I think, at the moment is going to be good for her. Or like mm-hmm. she'll feel like it's good for her. And unfortunately, she lands in the lap of Rachel, who just like starts off as being all friendly, chummy, and then turns into manipulative nasty. So, um, yeah. like, there's there's good moments with Peyton in this episode, like when she finds the picture in the leather jacket, because it was it was Ellie's leather jacket, and she she's looking at the picture, and it says Peyton Peyton's first day or something like that on the back. Yeah, remember what it says, and and it, it's moments like that that she like really, really sort of touching moments, and it seems to be that Hillary Burton gets these moments kind of a bit more than anyone else, I guess, because the character has had such a difficult time and quite a hard uh, upbringing. I say hard upbringing, like in terms of like losing a mother and then losing another mother and finding out you're adopted in, in between that as well, and um, dad never being around. It's all it's all quite difficult and challenging for. A, a 17 year old or you know whatever she's meant to be. yeah yeah exactly um so yeah I, I actually think it's like her story is actually really well done um at this point but yeah it, it just kind of the emphasis around losing ellie that this there's almost not enough for me in this episode it's it's kind of like she is trying to move on she's trying to forget it but there's almost it's almost yeah, I, I kind of feel like a little bit more of the crying sort of scenes with the picture or the memories and talking about like how great the last three weeks have been would have been better mm-hmm. than I just want to forget everything and drink. Yeah, so you wish that they like, you know, are focused on that more and her like moving on from that sort of thing? Yeah, yeah, I guess so. But like Ellie mm-hmm. wanted, live your life, you know, that's kind of yeah, exactly. it. So it's it's a difficult, it's a difficult one to juggle because you Hillary Burton at her, her best is pouring her heart out, you know, I think, as as Peyton. And um, again, is another one that's like a fantastic crier. Not as good as um, Brooke, but, you know, <laughs> almost. And it's, yeah, I just, I just think there, there would have been slightly more, um, it would have been more emotional if we'd, if we'd gone down the Ellie road a little bit more. With, mm-hmm. you, you know especially with her touch points of their characters I, I said that lucas is the worst person in the world for telling you everything's going to be okay um which i said because Peyton again i said this already but Peyton says you know is everything going to be okay and he's like uh <laughs> yes because he just hasn't got a clue what he's doing um with his eyeliner on <laughs> but yeah that's it that's what i think about Peyton. i yeah i, I like her little storyline but yeah I almost wanted more from it yeah, I pretty much agree with all of that. Very articulate. Thank you. He's good. He has some value sometimes. <laughs> Only sometimes. No, you are really, you are really good at that, Dom. You uh, you have good, succinct insight and thought and narration. <laughs> Thanks, mate. <laughs> Do you have anything to say on Peyton Simon? No, I like the so, fact that this is a Marines podcast. We're just following along. <laughs> no, it's good. Uh, yeah, I, I, I agree with all of those sentiments, and I think I said this to Dom and I uh, saw each other earlier in the day in real life um, and went for a drive, and I said this to him, and, and we, we said we're wasting podcast gems here. 
but one tree hill needs peyton if you didn't have peyton in there you've just you've got a lot of cheerleaders and you know basketball players and things and yes we love all of that stuff but she brings a different dynamic a different edge that is necessary to better round the show and, and give those different dynamics so um yeah, yeah i i really like everything that's going on with peyton in in this season and yeah. it's much better than where we were originally I, I did have I a... think... Oh, yeah, you go down. No, no, go ahead, go ahead. All right. I think Peyton is very overhated. Like, very much overhated. Like, you know, um, especially being on these, like, you know, two accounts that I have and seeing, like, all this hate coming in for Peyton. Like, you know, we, like, make fun of her sometimes. Like, she's angsty. Like, I get that. Like, she makes, like, dumb decisions at some point. But, like, it doesn't mean she deserves all that hate that she gets. She's just a teenager. A teenager. Like, a literal 17-year-old who's been through like so much tragedy so much trauma so much like so much difficulty in her life that I feel like a lot of people just don't understand how much she's been through like they just don't understand like the enormity of losing one parent finding your real parent then losing them again and having like an absent dad just like Dom said so it's really just a lot for her and I feel like she just gets way too much hate in the fandom for that yeah so I do like Peyton even though like sometimes I'm like oh Peyton's really annoying I do like Peyton though I think, yeah, I think, and not to, to speak for you, but let me know if you disagreed on, but I think Dom and I, uh, our dislike for Peyton in season one was around her character. Some of it was before we knew some of this stuff or it was before some of this stuff happened. And it was like, she was acting this way and it felt a little bit unjust and, and she felt a little bit annoying and like a bit of a brat sort of thing. And then as it developed, either, either the character developed or the storylines did, it was like, Oh, actually she's actually been through so much and she's actually a really strong character. And we sort of come to really appreciate her. So I think, but I think that's not to be looked at as, um, poor development or anything like that it actually shows that they've written the character really well because mm-hmm. it, she's grown over time and as an audience we've grown to understand her better exactly so i think they've done a really good job with her yeah what was you gonna say dom before that that was like perfect analysis of the character you know it was very much in the same vein as she is necessary she you know although she's not the glue that gels people together she's kind of one of those necessary factors for them all to be able to function. Um, and she, she kind of makes that, she's kind of that side and that element that is needed in the show for for us to feel a certain way and for for whoever's emotions to be portrayed a certain way through her character. And uh, yeah, def- definitely necessary. And one little prediction that I came up with when I was with Simon earlier was the angel of death kind of image and, and look and the fact that had pop, that she had popped up to Peyton in dreams or kind of daydreams, I really, really hope that that, that kind of happens again, um, because that that side of it, that element is is really interesting. I think it's quite exciting and scary, and it it just adds such a, a strange dynamic. And I, I, it's almost like a a place of protect. It could almost be a place of protection for Peyton, couldn't it? You know that she just imagines this this angel of death or you know it's kind of like the angel on her shoulder watching over her telling her when she's being a bit of an idiot and doing stupid things and doing things wrong and kind of correct her but you know if they had a storyline of Peyton falling down a bit of a strange psychological well 
you know, and she and she becomes a little bit ill from it and needs support. That would be a really really interesting turn. I th- I think that would be that would be good to see if they could make that work well. Very interesting. I like that. Also, on the topic of the angel of death, I love the angel of death. Like the like the like um consciousness. It's like easily like my top ten favorite characters of this entire show. <laughs> like she's just so like snappy and like like i don't even know how to describe it. it's just perfect like and i don't even know like how they got that idea to do it but i applaud whoever like came up with that because it was still, brilliant my favorite, my favorite thing is still i eat and you get fat you get fat <laughs> <laughs> you know i was like should i be the angel of death like on halloween this year um and then i was like yes. i don't really have the effort to do that so i might just wear all black put on some silver eyeshadow and call it the angel of death who knows <laughs> well, <laughs> i lost my wings <laughs> yeah i don't have any wings <laughs> it is it is a great a great idea and it is executed really well so but we will see dom we will see, we'll see. let's move over to um the nathan and lucas parks we haven't touched on any of that and we need to talk about the the battle family and how all of that takes place maureen can you remember how this part starts okay yeah um let's see okay so um i believe first they come into their um hotel room right um at the very beginning which only has one bed so they do like a rock paper scissors to see who gets it (laughs) um that was pretty funny um i love i love all these brother moments between them like just shows like you know how close they've become since like the very beginning of season one they're actually my favorite duo on the show like lucas and nathan amazing um so that happens and then they're invited to that person's house that was the one who was in nathan's high flyer camp correct yes Mm -hmm. yeah i got that right um yeah so they're (laughs) um so they're sitting there at the dinner table um and they're saying grace um so nathan doesn't really know how it goes i think because like they never did it at his house so he just goes and starts reaching for the food and they're like no we're gonna say grace first right um and one moment in this i really liked was when the daughter in that household was like oh god thank you for um sitting me next to lucas because he is really really fine i was like i feel you girl. <laughs> <laughs> All right, i was that's... like dude if i was sitting next to chad mcmurray i would say the exact same thing so that's that's good good a good memory you've done well the there's just one bit i have to add before that is when uh (laughs) the kid tony's like younger brother yeah when he opens the door and he looks at lucas and go he doesn't look like he got gay (laughs) (laughs) it kills me i was really hoping that he didn't have another line so that he could be my yeah i think he looks at nathan sorry to to be a pain i think he looks at nathan okay. because yeah is it tony tony battle yeah tony probably would have only spoken about nathan so it makes sense that it's nathan that's true that's true and it, it make you feel better for saying i, I didn't want to do feel, it because i feel like a big man now i didn't want to do it no, you're I, a big man i know yeah, it's i know it's annoying man. but I, I you know I, I didn't want i didn't want all the haters to be you know shouting at you you know but it would be pigeons no, there was a there was a pigeon out there that was thinking that was it. coming at you yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i saved you <laughs> it's so funny that we have pigeons and ravens because there's so many people when they sign up oh my god i need to, we need to do the call outs um <laughs> we got more when, <laughs> Jesus. 
when we when uh, people sign up, I always met always message them and say, you know, thanks for signing up. Really appreciate their support. Um, you know, I hope you're enjoying the content and whatever. And pretty much every single person now says, I felt like I had to. I don't want to be a pigeon. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I actually have someone like we talked about them earlier that are messaging both of us and in one of their messages to me they put i'm just a lowly pigeon <laughs> <laughs> that's hilarious right hang on can we just take a second so that um i don't forget we have some raven shout outs so coming in at junior varsity we have caitlin Caitlin, <laughs> you just became a raven. <laughs> it's really funny got... watching it. <laughs> yeah. I've got to do the movements with it. Yeah. <laughs> because I didn't know the movements came along with it. I just heard the voice. It's part of the, part of the fun. <laughs> well, we also, we have an upgrade. Ooh. We've got someone that was in the JV leagues, but they've moved up to varsity because there was an opening on what, Dom? There's an opening in my lineup. <laughs> God doesn't watch sports. Pilot throwbacks. Do you remember Dom? That's I always what... thought that was the weirdest line ever. That's that's what Lucas says to Whitey. Whitey says something like, "This is like my ch- the ch- my church in here, or something like that." And uh, Lucas looks at him all surly and says, "God doesn't watch sports." Like Squint is like a full on mode, and he's like being all brooding. He's like, "God doesn't watch sports." <laughs> It's really, but you know, we'll rewatch the pilot soon. Well, in like three years, <laughs> she upgraded Dom Junior Varsity to Varsity. Tasha, welcome to your new team, Tasha. And then, last but not least, straight in at Varsity, straight in, we have Ali. Ali! Ali! No, seriously, Ali. No, no, Ali, I'm talking to you. You just became a raven. So, thank you, ravens. We appreciate you. We're nearing the 80 mark. 8-0. You want to hear some shade? I think that's the biggest, in fact, I know, biggest Patreon of any One Tree Hill podcast <laughs> ever. ever. Probably. <laughs> no, Marine. Ever. Facts. Drama Queens doesn't drama have queens a Patreon. <laughs> they don't have a Patreon. Until they do, we sit in number one, which in German is what, Marine? I could not tell you. <laughs> Eins. Eins. I'm not German. Repeat after me. This. I'm going to... Say Ish Harbor. Ish Harbor. <laughs> Ein Pony. Ein Pony. What am I saying? No. <laughs> You're saying I have a pony. Ish Harbor, Ein Pony. I just remember in German in school, they used to play this cassette tape and it was this, this like uh, nursery rhyme in German that, and we had to learn it. It went Ish Harbor, Ein Pony. Ish Harbor, Ein Poodle. Ish Harbor. <laughs> Can you only have animals beginning with P? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. they're, it was, that's, they're the only two I can remember. But 
Did you do German in school? No, you did Spanish, didn't you? I cheated at Spanish, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I did not do See, Spanish or German. I did French. Oh, I did French as well. Same. I dropped French as soon as I could. <laughs> <laughs> Being from Canada, you don't need that. <laughs> I mean, like, I mean, if you go to, like, Quebec, like, seven hours away, then, like, probably. But, you know, it's fine. Google Translate is here for me. <laughs> nice. <laughs> well, um... Let's let's sorry. Let's back on to right. so we're at we're at Tony Battle's house and we get this whole this whole backstory about his dad. His dad could have played Division One basketball, but life happened. So he worked the same two jobs. He was humble with it, and he just and he went for it and he provided for his family. And the point was was that he didn't he wasn't consumed of the what could have beens and actually just focused on the reality of what what he has and he loves his family his family love him and there's all these like nice moments with um tony battle jr uh which you know saying like his mom or his dad giving him a hard time oh this knucklehead oh leave me alone pop you know all this sort of stuff which is all like nice and whatever uh, and i'm guessing the point the reason they wrote this in was to show and illustrate just the differences, the, dare I say it, Dom, the juxtaposition of uh, Mr. Battle and Dan as parents, you know, and the differences of, like, the bitterness. And I think uh, Tony later says, you know, his dad says that regret makes you old and bitterness poisons the people around you. Great. So good. What did we think? Marine, Dom, who's going to go first? Sure, I'll go first because I'm cooler. Um, and... <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, I, yeah. I can't argue with that. <laughs> so I think it was pretty much everything that you said. I think like it was just to show Lucas and Nathan like how you know you can let go of the game even like you know like you know the game isn't your entire life and you shouldn't be like consumed by the guilt of it. And I feel like they saw that example with the dad here in this situation they're like oh so this is how things should be it's not like you know our father who's just like completely obsessed with the past and what could have been and like you know um moving on from the past and like learning to accept reality in the future i think is really important because you can't just go and hold on to a dream that's basically been dead for like years um you need to learn how to move on from it and like you know and like you know just cuz your old dream is dead doesn't mean you can't find a new dream anyways right so i feel like that's something that dan never learned he never learned to let go which i feel like influenced how he is now and that's really affected lucas and nathan so i feel like it was important for them to like see that example in tony's father here you got a bright future ahead of you marine <laughs> i was nowhere near this smart and articulate and uh you know well adjusted at your age i'm barely there now so uh that's <laughs> thank you good stuff stay away from the h Dom, <laughs> what do you think well firstly shout out to uh mr battle who was also in old school that i mentioned earlier on who did he play in old school he's the 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 therapist for will ferrell and his wife no way. Yeah. We're safe in the tree, in the nest. Yeah, that's him. Uh, and it, it just spends no the way. whole time going, it's okay, it's okay, it's okay. Yeah, it's okay. <laughs> so he's in that. I was so. wondering, maybe it's something I've never seen before. <laughs> Probably just, sorry. Have you seen Old School, Marine? With no, Will I have not. And... Oh, you'd love it. It's a silly film. It. It's very funny. But I mentioned it earlier and he's in it. So there you go. There's, uh, I'll go on the list. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
But what a nice, homely vision and hardworking man that is humble, that is, is happy, loves his family dearly, and they love him, even the little one who's hilarious. You know, um, and it is just showing Lucas and Nathan, this is what kind of big family life is, is kind of really like. You're living in this strange world where, um, you know, your dad's a bit of a psycho and, you know, your mum tried to kill him and that, that sort of thing. It's, it's all a bit crazy. But no, it's, it's not like it, it's nice kind of showing them this nice kind of homely, fam, homely family who are happy. And that's mm-hmm. what it's about. It's about mm-hmm. happiness. And they're all happy in each other's company. And they don't come from that world. They don't come from a world of happiness. They come from a world of competitiveness. And, and drama. And <laughs> drama, yeah. And if you're not competing, then why are you existing? And that's a mm. lot of that is led by Dan, unfortunately, particularly in Nathan's world. Mm-hmm. And um, you're just showing that actually sometimes... To be a stand-up person, it's not to continuously chase that dream. It's to realise that 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 dream isn't isn't necessarily achievable, mm-hmm. um, you know, anymore. And it's time to focus on the more important things in life, which are, you know, he came along. Who's, you know, it's kind of what he says, isn't it? Mm-hmm. When when they got pregnant, and it's like a hey, and it's just like well, that's life. But I'm happy. <laughs> you're happy. You're hopefully going to go and live the the dream for me and you know you mm. you go and be a, a you know division one player and you know you might make it to the NBA whatever but he's proud of his son for that and he's happy he doesn't do what um, Dan does and belittles and says I mm-hmm. was I was much better than you then I'm better than you now uh, and that's that's the problem yeah uh, what you said about um, you know that thing it's like oh um like you know um if you aren't um competing then why are you even like here sort of thing um I feel like that's a thing that's like really big like you know still um like you know I'm today for like you know kids my age they're like oh if you're not doing your absolute best if you're not doing this if you're not doing that if you're like you know if you're not like at the top if you're not being your absolute gold standard then you're just not like worth it you're not like you know any so like you know that like pressure from like you know parents adults teachers who are just telling you like you need to do this you need to like, grind get it done that sort of pressure does have an effect on like kids and like you no know, teenagers i'm just like you know we can see in like nathan too right because like that's how he's been brought up all his life so i feel like that's a really um another important thing that the show's been highlighting so far too yeah great great point, point. yeah very good point well, if we move on slightly, mm-hmm. Nathan comes back to the room. <laughs> oh, hello, Looney. There you go. She's here. Um, sorry, one second. Keep talking, Dom. Uh, Nathan goes back to the room, and uh, there's candles absolutely everywhere, uh, which is just a pure fire hazard. Okay, there was a fire hazard, but I was also thinking of something that really confused me because in the beginning, when they first like fight over the one bed, Lucas wins the rock paper scissors, right? And then mm-hmm. doesn't and like over here, doesn't Nathan mention that like, oh, Lucas, I'm if you're even thinking about like you know us sleeping on the bed or anywhere but the floor or something like that. Like I know Nathan mentioned something about Lucas sleeping on the floor and then he would be on the bed. So I was really confused. I was like, did they have a rematch or did they do like best of three and we just didn't see that? Um. I- I kind of thought it was a joke because he walks in and says, very funny, Lucas, you're still sleeping on the floor. On the floor. Right, yeah, like, I was like... I my was... brother would have done the same. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, complete fire hazard. I'm surprised the entire hotel didn't go up in flames. 
Yes. Very responsible. <laughs> and and then he gets into the bath with <laughs> his clothes on, his shoes on, just Dude, okay, I appreciate the moment. Like I thought it was really very sweet, but his shoes are ruined. Like, okay, clothes I get it. Like, you know, they go in the wash, they go in the soap all the time, but his shoes are done. And he's a basketball player, so he's probably got nice basketball shoes, probably cost a ton a lot of money, and now they're just wrecked. And also he's just got his dirty muddy shoes into the bath she's now got mud on her i did notice that he did it very uh he didn't just like jump in do you know he did it quite carefully yeah because uh to probably for the filming to probably not like disrupt bubble placements and things not to say that she was like naked in there she would have had like probably skin colored like swimming costume on or something but i just mean probably not uh, to break her leg just (laughs) yeah well that too that too i think it was dancing hayley's got a permanent limp what's that (laughs) oh yeah do you remember season three (laughs) she broke her leg hayley just like can't like you know um, participate um in that um thing tomorrow because she's broken her legs now (laughs) right yes but um, but him just he just seems to love getting into water with his clothes on. It's a whole okay. But can we like appreciate thing. the moment because it was really sweet. Like we have moment. we haven't had like yes. we haven't had this kind of stuff since season two, and like I've like you know in like the beginning of season three when they're a little bit like you know back and forth sort of thing. You're just like I know like I don't know about you guys, but I was like holding on to like little crumbs of their interactions. Now we're finally sort of getting back into it, and I'm like yes i'm happy now <laughs> so i i was like no. okay the shoes are gone but like they're together so i'm fine no it's nice it's a nice moment and then he says about going to get breakfast family style the next morning yeah which is which is really nice um the entire bed set bro- ended up on the ground though i was like okay like everything yes. there was nothing left on the bed i was like okay guys. that's true it's true but nice nice moments yeah. good times but Marine Dom plays these bully games, so we need to we need to let's start on our judgments and anything we didn't hit on we can talk there. But it's, he likes to keep people waiting. As you know, we've got two back to back very boring episodes to watch tonight. Um and Unbelievably boring. That... Absolutely like one out of tens. <laughs> For sure. Oh, can I can I have the night off then? No. <laughs> yeah, you don't need to be here. No, no. But <laughs> Um, but that's so that's before we go any further. If you enjoyed this episode of the podcast, and how could you not? Then help us out, check us out, ravenshoops.net. Why, Dom? Because basketballs go through hoops, but Marine, they also go through nets, ravenshoops.net. Also, be cool, be like Marine, and help and get us ratings 60. because. She got a 60. You have a bag. I'm ready to send it. Just yeah, drop I'll, the word I'll, and it's coming. You know, now that I'm here, I feel like I can, I can get some tips and tricks on how to do this because I feel like you just tell people to do it, but they don't actually know how you should be doing it. So let me just go into it. When you're just Please. at home, like, okay, you don't, like Dom said, you don't need to tell them. You don't even need to ask for their phone. If it's just sitting there, pick it up. If it's like, you know, iPhone 10 or above, you just pick it up, hold it to their face. It'll open up for them. You just do it. Um, Go and message everybody that you know. And, you know, they're going to make fun of you for it. I know it because I have experienced this. They're going to be like, oh, Mary, you're asking us for reviews all the time. And I'm just like, do it. Do it for me. <laughs> would you not commitment. Would you not do this simple favor for your dear old friend? 
it's perfect. You know, do that. every time I go to school, they're like, so how does that review come in handy? I'm like, because it gets brought up every single episode and I'm on the podcast and you're not. So back off. <laughs> perfect. So yeah. just do yeah. that. Exactly. And you have no, a, see, you they're have not a... even pigeons because they don't even listen to it. They're like little earthworms. <laughs> they get eaten by <laughs> the pigeons. But you get you're getting a screen used bag when it just you need to just drop me when it's ready you and I'll Yeah. Okay. Well, Maureen, yes. let's start with you. Favorite performer of this episode? Favorite performer, um Sophia Bush. Sophia Bush. Um, I feel like, so you guys probably talked about Brooke before I came in, right? But I feel like, because she, because a lot of stuff happened, right? So there was the beginning, which was all nice and playful with um, Joy and Hillary. And then she sort of went into that, like, nervous, excited sort of stay with the fashion show. And then some, like, crazy stuff went down there. And then I feel like she, like, portrayed all of those emotions really well. Um, And then, like, later when she's just having fun. I feel like just every time Sophia does her acting, she just gives a full 120% into it. And you can really feel all the emotions that she's portraying, you know, whether it's like sadness, confusion, excitedness, nervousness, I feel like you can really just feel it when it comes from her. And I think that was really good in this episode. Great answer. Domi? Uh, I think uh, Sophia was fantastic in this episode and I completely agree with with everything Marina said. But for me, the, the standout performance is still Bevan. So it's going to go to Bevan from me, like the actress. I, I can't remember the surname already. Her name is Bevan Prince. too. Bevan Prince, yeah. Prince, that's it. So yeah. Mm-hmm. Simon? Good call. Uh, I'm going to agree with Maureen and go with Sophia Bush on this one. Cool. But Bevan was great. Bevan was great. It was, she was great, Dom. Please. Bevan is great in everything. Every time Bevan's in a scene, I'm just like queen. She's just brilliant in everything. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> what about your favorite character, Maureen? I'm going to double up with Brooke Davis. Ooh. Yeah. She this goes. episode is one of my favorite episodes of her out of the entire series. I think it was brilliant. Um, I think, you know, see, she's come so far from where she was in season one, where she's just like, you know, going like, you know, creating drama just for the sake of it. Now she's sort of like, you know, chasing after her dreams too with her like clothing line and everything. And even though she didn't really get to do that, like here in this episode, she kind of went back to the cheerleading competition. I still think the message that she was giving was really great about how, you know, you need to like, you know, enjoy your youth. It's not all about the hustle, 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 right? You know, just sit back and enjoy it. And um, she had some great lines in this episode too. So, Brooke Davis. Nice. Dom? Well, this episode was great for this person. Funny lines. Good to see them back. Oh, I know. Back at, at their best. And it's going to go to Coach Whitey Durham. <laughs> he was my second. <laughs> Absolute legend. <laughs> Truffles. Yeah, just, just perfect. Perfect. Simon? Um, I'm going to go with um, Tony Battle's dad. Oh, nice. Oh, that's nice. A, that's a great shout. That's a that's good a choice. Good really good one to go with. I, it was going to actually read between him and Tony Battle because I love that he loves his dad so much and that because he actually shares a lot of the story of his dad when his dad's not there. Um, but yeah, that whole dynamic is great. I really love that. Mm-hmm. Very memorable. Uh, Maureen, what about your favorite line of the episode? A favorite line of the... Okay, so there's two. One of them is a little bit more of an honorable mention. 
Um, the one that Peyton says to Rachel um, when she's like, oh, I know you can't see it, but underneath my sunglasses, I'm rolling my eyes. Love that line. It was really good. Also, the sunglasses look great on her. I love sunglasses. I have an obsession with them. Um, but I think my favorite line of the entire episode is when Keith and Karen um, are going into their room at the beginning. And then I think it was Keith who was like, oh, um, you know, um, you should see this view. And he's like, oh, um, the bathroom um, comes with. And then, like, Whitey comes out. Um, and then he's like, oh, one crusty old man. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, That's don't classic. slander Whitey like that. But it was funny. <laughs> And Dom? That's a hilarious line uh, that Keith says, but my favourite line actually goes to, was the kid called AJ? The little kid? Yeah. Maybe, I'm not sure. Let's say AJ, or J at least, um, where he says, he don't look like he got game. <laughs> and I yeah. thought it was a brilliant line, just came out of nowhere. So, and it, like, it literally comes out of a, the front door, and that's the first thing he says, so it goes to him. It's the way they it's the way they cut it together. It just cuts and then cuts away from it. That was my favorite line as well. He like he got game. (laughs) (laughs) Perfect. (laughs) So good. Uh, Marine song. Okay, I have some fun stuff with songs. So there's a lot of good songs in this episode. Um, There's that um, Michelle Featherstone one that comes. She actually has quite a few coming up. Her songs are always really good. I always enjoy them. There was the one that was playing when they were doing their cheerleading routine. But I think my favorite one is the one that plays in the taxi. Um, So there's actually some fun stuff about that. Because when that song came on, I'm pretty sure most of the viewers were like, "Eh, what the? But I was like, I know this song. It's a classic Mm. song from this um, 1969 Bollywood movie very iconic so good so like you know while brooke was like i don't know what this is i was like yes (laughs) and um the guy who was doing it um so either he does not know hindi at all um see i don't even know hindi it's not my native language it's like punjabi and urdu but i understand it because i've seen so many movies so either he does not understand the language at all and he's really messing it up or he's a psychic who somehow knows exactly what's going on in brooke davis's life because he says that that song is about this girl who is torn between two men, one who will offer her like comfort or whatever, and one who offers her like adventure or things. That is not what the song means. What does it mean? It is about like a guy who is wondering when the like um, love of his life will like come into his life. Like the um, the um, line that like plays when yeah, I wrote down the translation of it. Um, it's the queen of my dreams. Um, when will you come to me? So it's about a guy singing about that. It's not about a girl who's torn between two lovers like that. So I was like, you're either a psychic or you just vastly misinterpreting it. So I thought that was really interesting, which is why that one's my favorite song. Also, like I've been listening to it since I was like three years old. It's such a fun song. Excellent. Perfect. Um, We're going to have to speed up a little bit. We've got about two minutes here. Dom? Uh, I well, just a shout out to Hard Fi, that are a UK-based band that were playing when Rachel and Peyton were in the room. That was a song called Hard to Beat. But I actually picked Torn Between Two Lovers uh, by Mary McGregor, which were played in the car. Because uh, we all know that Peyton is madly in love with Lucas and they'll end up together. That's going to happen soon. Simon, favourite song? <laughs> <laughs> Mine's got to be uh, the song in the cab as well. Um I just guy is classic. Nice. Um, favorite background performer, one line or less, Marine. I did not pick one, so I'm just gonna choose one of the random cheerleaders who started dancing with them. Perfect, Dom. Exactly the same, random cheerleader, blonde one, 
I exactly the same. I fought the blonde one, and I thought, oh god, Chad. A lot you of complexity. Chad talking to her. Well, you can see Chad talking to the one that he ends up like dating with in real life, in between on the bus, and I was like, oh god, it's starting. <laughs> um, okay. And um, were you mimicking me there, Dom? Were we doing the same actions? I don't know. What were you doing? I know. You were grabbing our hair at the same time. Oh. Okay. <laughs> and the precious, precious, precious rating. Uh, Maureen, did you have a number in your head before we started this conversation? I had a number even before I started listening to this podcast. And did it increase, <laughs> decrease, or stay the same? Stay the same. Dommy? Um, I had a number, and it's increased slightly same i had a number it's gone up okay we say it on three one two three ten seven wow you guys are such losers what is wrong wrong with you this episode this episode is filler beyond filler okay no 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 see i came prepared for this argument i knew this argument was coming and i came prepared for it it's a 10 let's settle up Right, well, Sarah also said Sarah said a seven. So there's four numbers here. We've got two sevens, an eight, and a ten. Mm-hmm. So the law of averages okay. would roll that into an eight. See, I would be all right with coming down to a nine, but I'm not no. coming down below a nine. Unfortunately, it's a seven. It's not ever going to get anywhere higher than a seven. Okay, let me tell. I wanted to say six, but I changed it to seven. Yeah, I'm... there are some funny moments. This episode is not any higher than a seven. Sorry. Oh my goodness. I'm not moving from a nine. Okay. Nine is my I'm, lowest. I'm not moving. It doesn't bother me. It's Simon that gets upset about people coming in late for the watch along. So <laughs> we can stay here all day. Like I say every week. No. Make them wait. <laughs> Make them wait. I, I think there's going to be the, the most watch along people tonight. I can't do this. Look, I. Dom says a seven. I say an eight. Marine says a ten. I'll go. Sarah I'll says a seven. go for a nine. I'll go for a nine. Uh, 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 let's go for an eight. That's everyone call it an eight nope. in the middle. It's a seven. Sarah literally. Sarah said no way it could be an eight as well. Okay. I'm just okay, saying that sometimes done... filler episodes are necessary because they bring a certain lightheartedness to the show. The entire show just can't be bang, 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 plot, 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 because that would completely wreck the show. You can't just have that going on and on. You need these sort okay. of lighthearted moments in the show Wait, that make guys. up the heart and soul of the show. <laughs> but the fillers guys, aren't tens. <laughs> guys, guys, please. Look, there's there's so many people in the waiting room. I'm just going to say It's called a waiting room for once. a reason. Like, we've done this once before. We'll, oh my god, more. I've done this once before and we'll do <laughs> this today. I will put a poll out on the Patreon and we'll let the masses decide. It can either be a 7, an 8, or a 10 because that's what we agree. And we'll just let the people decide. Yeah? We'll just let the people decide. You can change mine to that's a 9. It. I'll move to a 9. You don't have to put the 10. You can okay. put the 9. A 9, an 8, and a 7, and we'll just let people decide. Okay, Ravens on 3, my people. Count them in, Dom. 1, 2, Three. Ravens! Ravens. <laughs> oh, we, we appreciate you, Marine. 